Hi, everyone. I'm Andrew. I'm Marn. And this is the Argonauts Podcast. Every two weeks, I fail to solve a web series, and Marn tells me what I should have watched instead. That's right. And uh, we are finally finishing talking about the muse. I'm I'm excited. I, I like this series. I agree. Uh, so we are going <laughs> to take the... Uh, the back half of this playlist that we uh, watched together and, and shared with everyone to watch along with us, the last 30 or so videos, and we're going to talk about them. <laughs> uh, luckily, these are pretty, like, 30 pretty easy breezy videos to get through. Nothing, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> not a lot to dig into. Should be a really quick episode. Yeah, they're pretty straightforward. There's no, like, mysteries or metaphor or anything. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice to nice to finally find an arg with no subtext to it. <laughs> so last time we left off with the discovery of Happy Meat Farms, yes. which was like a seed that had been planted pretty early in the arg and kind of like throughout the arg, but um, the players didn't actually find the full website for Happy Meat Farms until... Uh, until after most of the, like, initial videos had kind of, like, finished their run. I knew about it before I knew about, you know, the, the Spongebob videos or anything. So, really, the players are the ones that got to catch up to me on this one. Yeah, exactly. This is the first videos <laughs> I watched. Yeah. Um, but they, they found out about it because a uh, supposed whistleblower on Reddit uh, who had the YouTube account This Place Is Not Happy posted... Uh, like leaked a genome modification test from Happy Meat Farms. Yes, um, with the bumping soundtrack. Yeah, I found the uh, I found the musician because he commented on one of the Happy Meat Farms videos. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, what's who is it? Uh, oh gosh, I posted it in the Argonauts Discord. I know that the track is called like okay. Red Sex or something like Nine Inch Nailsy. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. The the musician is uh, his name is Vessel, and the track is called Red Sex. Okay, yeah, I will. Uh, I'll include that in the show notes because that track is bumping. Yeah, I know. I know he like. I don't remember which video he commented on. I just like scrolled down on one of them and he commented like, yeah, this is the weirdest thing that my music has ever been used for. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, fair uh, enough, man. <laughs> it's like, uh, do you know the guy I, I included it in an, in a recent episode of, uh, the podcast minds, but it's a guy on TikTok that makes, makes music. That's just like blorping, like yes. blooping music, yeah, 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 frog yeah. music. Uh huh. That was on SNL the other night. Holy shit, for real? They not not him, they just kind of ripped him off. Oh. They that they sucks. were just like, "Hi, I'm Timothy Chalamet. I have a weird band. Would you like to hear my weird band's music?" And they hit play and like, "Oh, this could be that track from that one guy on TikTok. I don't know. He makes a lot of them, but it doesn't exactly sound like him." Damn, just bring the guy on. Alex Bell's officially fuck? better than SNL. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> So, yeah, so that was where we left off with the uh, the discovery of, like, there, hey, there's, like, this whole other site to explore. There's, like, now this sort of corporate conspiracy that's tying all of our main characters together. We sort of know where the muse comes from at this point, or at least that it's 
it has some kind of connection to Happy Meat Farms. Mm -hmm. And so the next video was uh, Conspiracy Carl's uh, August 3rd upload, uh, Conspiracy Carl number 11, um, where he is once again mad at Alex Bale. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and goes on a whole rant about Alex Bale calling him out in one of the Spongebob videos. Um, but he also has some, uh, some interesting stuff going on in this video. Um, the... Does, the <laughs> he does the classic taps the screen to show that I should have hit stop, but I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he like quote-unquote stops the recording and then the camera keeps rolling as he's like what have i done um well, he like it, takes off his like tinfoil hat and this is like oh christ i fucking hate doing this yeah uh he also has anthony's missing poster uh anthony you'll remember was the one of the original two cynical critics who went missing mm -hmm. um and so he has Anthony's missing poster up on his uh his conspiracy quirk board. God damn it, I got jump scared by that X Files theme song. <laughs> um and one of the clips that he shows in this video has the text HMF uh edited into it, which is a key for a visioneer cipher edited into an earlier clip. Uh, in this video that reads phase two complete spore successfully planted. Okay. Yeah. Um, so now you will remember that in our last cynical critic video, there was something that I was like, remember this and hold on to it, but we're going to talk about it next time. Yeah. It was uh, about seeds and planting things, right? Yeah. So there, uh, so no, we're we're not quite there yet, but okay. there is uh in in right. the Star Wars video, uh there is like a weird a couple like weird cuts to like mark in the dark. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and in one of them you can see like the uh the link to a unlisted YouTube video like written out on his calendar. Gotcha. Okay. And that links to the uh, the video from Coffee Man One Two Three called "Watch Alone." Yes. Okay. Uh, so in in this, we are skipping yes. over two videos in our playlist. We're, we'll go back. Okay. Sounds great. Because <laughs> those are two videos that I have a lot of questions about. Yes. Um, Namely, why are these two videos in our playlist? <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. We. <laughs> They they do relate to Coffee Man One Two Three. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, in in Watch Alone, there do there are c cuts to what looks like it's that Royal Caribbean TV commercial. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, Watch Alone is a uh, a video from the channel Coffee Man One Two Three, where a uh, a silhouette of a guy who is like also voice distorted, but it's like kind of obviously conspiracy <laughs> Carl. It is definitely Carl, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is talking directly to Mark, basically, and saying, like, watch this alone. Like, don't let your muse hear this. Um, and, like, you need to leave home before it's too late. And, like, the spore is planted. Mm-hmm. And um, you, you may also remember that a lot of, like, Carl's 
first videos had stuff about like going on a family cruise in the background and there there was one where yeah there was one where he was i think it was like cruise refunds like while it was applied yeah yeah. cancel cruise money back google search or something like that yeah Yeah. (laughs) um and so coffee man one two three as people looked into this uh into this channel has one liked video, uh, which is the cute and funny cat videos to keep you smiling video that is in this playlist. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I, Coff- I, I looked at the video and they're uh, or at the channel and like the channel is just cat videos. Yeah, and so yeah, so they 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 went to the Coffee Man One Two Three channel, and he has this in his liked videos. And if you scroll down far enough in the comments, um, you can find a comment from Coffee Man One Two Three that says, "I miss Oliver." Oh, sick. Okay. Yeah, remember how Carl had a cat in those first three videos? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Coffee Man One Two Three also commented on the Royal Caribbean TV commercial 2013 that there are uh, there are clips from in Watch Alone. Uh, that one is the third comment up because people have like upvoted it enough that you can actually see it. Sure. Uh, and it says, uh, "I'm sorry, oh, Mark. This wasn't your fault. I should have been there for you. Please forgive me. I love you." Okay. Damn. All right. Yeah, this one, it's wild, because this is just, like, a commercial on the official Royal, Royal Caribbean TV, like, mm-hmm. YouTube channel. Yeah. That's cool. And, yeah, and so, uh, <laughs> a lot of the comments on this Royal Caribbean commercial are like, how does this relate to the ARG? What is going on? <laughs> 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 um, but that was that is where, like, you get the first sort of, like, in-game implication that Carl is Mark's dad. Okay. I never really pieced that together. I remember that Carl lost a son, but I just always assumed he was younger. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure this entirely gels with me, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. I guess... I don't know. I mean, I guess so, but okay. Yeah, I, I, I think they never really, like, outright state it, but it is, like implied in in both this and a lot of like the supplementary i mean it's not it's not just implied it is like outright stated in some of the like supplementary arg stuff that like carl is mark's dad and like mark is the the kid that he lost in the divorce gotcha okay i i assumed that maybe the kid ended up getting eaten by the muse but that makes well i guess (laughs) spoiler alert maybe but uh okay (laughs) Yeah, so so we get this uh we get this little kind of detour with a uh, with Carl sending Mark uh this video, this watch alone video trying to warn him uh about the muse. And then uh we get a new SpongeBob conspiracy theory on uh, <laughs> yeah. October 16th. <laughs> the alien death cult theory. Yeah, I wonder the what that's in regards to. Is this the one no, this has the Happy Meat Farm sponsorship. Yeah, this yeah. has the Happy Meat Farm sponsorship. And then we get introduced to a couple other characters in this one, too. Yeah, because this one is where uh, it starts kind of interspersing the like live-action Alex Bale segments into 
the theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it'll it'll have like a little bit of the theory, and then like you'll see like five minutes of what Alex is up to in real life, and then it it just goes on like that. Um, which is cool. I I appreciate that it kind of doesn't let you sit all the way through the SpongeBob conspiracy theory and and then be like, okay, I'm gonna like skip whatever bullshit is going on at the end. <laughs> it's like, no, if you want the SpongeBob conspiracy theory, you have to sit with this weird <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. A. So I w- I was wrong. This one doesn't introduce the other. <coughs> Excuse me. This one doesn't introduce the other characters. This is just <laughs> him. Going to a pet store. So yeah. it is like, yeah, if you want to watch the SpongeBob thing, you do have to watch a guy weigh the options of feeding a thing his cat. <laughs> Deal with that one. Um, the other thing that I thought of as he started to like actually intersperse these into the things, at first I thought, are people still like, are people sitting through this as just like SpongeBob heads? Are they, are they liking this? I'm really curious if how that is going for them. But then I also remembered that that was the entire shtick of the nostalgia critic and his uh-huh. ilk, like twenty years ago. So no, I think the internet's good for that. I think that they're fine with. Uh oh, what if my rant about SpongeBob had lore to it? Mm-hmm. I think the yeah. internet specifically is primed for it in a way that my dad would look at this and go, "This is horseshit." <laughs> Trying to watch a thing about the Packers and this guy has lore about his evil twin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I and and also like the other thing to remember is that like the people who were like plagiarizing these and kind of like using them as clickbait like weren't watching them. Yeah, I guess so. They're just kind of like or they're watching it just to like steal content and yeah, copy exactly. scripts, but like yeah. And also like I I I think part of the the brilliance of this is like for this video I think if you just kind of left it on in the background while you were doing something else, you might not even notice that there were the live action bits interspersed. <laughs> like, I think they're short enough that, like, there's a chance you might not see them if you're not paying attention. <laughs> And these are mostly like quiet enough that, uh-huh. like, it's it's a guy quietly buying a cat and then deciding whether or not to feed it they're all pretty short they're all pretty quiet i could definitely see putting this on in the background and then looking up 40 minutes in and being like why is a guy there yeah exactly like why is there a live action man (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah the 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 plot stuff in this video is is basically like alex buys a cat uh it, it it's like a fluffy orange cat it's very cute uh, he, he kind of tries to back out and, uh, tells the muse, he's like, hey, I, I don't think I can actually give you this. I don't want to do this. Um, and then the muse, like, turns all of, uh, the lights out in the basement and, like, eats the cat anyway and, like, drops the collar in front of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, talks him, talks Alex into doing another Spongebob theory. Yeah. Uh, there is a part in this video uh, where he, I think, like, pretty close to the beginning where uh, you see a bunch of, like, Spongebob thumbnails uh, on YouTube on, like, Alex's channel. Uh, and if you pause at the right time, the text on them has been changed to host showing resistance, send reinforcement. Oh, interesting. 
Yeah. See, it's uh, it's funny. I think that I'm watching these the opposite of uh, all the like uh, SpongeBob people because I'm watching these like. I'm going to sit in the background and look at my phone while he's talking uh-huh. about Spongebob. And then I'll watch the <laughs> yeah. five second part where he pops in and is like, maybe I'll get a cat. <laughs> and and like the fun thing is, I think they're intended for both types of people. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like you, you can just skip ahead to like the live action bits and be like, oh, I wonder what Alex Bale is up to. <laughs> it, it, it feels like there's the old like. Like Hollywood adage or Hollywood joke that like an actor's like, yeah, I'll do one for them and then I'll do one for me. Like, uh-huh, yeah. yeah, sure, I'll be in Birdemic too, and then I can make my artsy film that like I care about, you know. Um, and it kind of feels like that equivalent for YouTube, where it's like this one can be both for them and for me. I'll make mm-hmm. a, I will make an algorithm bait video, but then I'll put in my stuff in the middle of it that my audience actually cares about. And I also get to like rope in the rubes while doing it. Yeah. And then he also did release later, like uh, the first don't feed the muse video, which is just all of the live action bits compiled into one video. Okay, cool. I didn't realize he put out that. I I saw he did a video like, Hey, now that it's done, let me talk about like my plans moving forward mm-hmm. where he said that he was releasing the SpongeBob videos without those. And that feels like you're losing. That feels like you're just like, fine, I'll give you the SpongeBob bits. But also, maybe it's just like, that video already got 4 million views. Now I'll get you a second video to give 4 million views. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how YouTube works there, but it feels like that. <laughs> I mean, it feels like it might be like, uh, I got you here too. I mean, I know he also said he's going to keep doing theories about like stuff that's not SpongeBob because he like enjoys making them now. So good, good for mm-hmm. him. <laughs> Um, but yeah, if, if if for whatever reason anybody wants to just watch the live action stuff from like Spongebob Conspiracies 1 through 8, uh, just just uh, go on Alex Bill's channel and he has a, a video called Don't Feed the Muse Spongebob Conspiracy 1 through 8 Films, and it's just the live action stuff. Um, the okay, reason cool. that we didn't watch it is because I wanted to actually watch them in the order that like they were released. <laughs> Martin wanted to force me to watch a bunch of Spongebob theories. That's what yeah, it really exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I wanted to replicate the experience of like having to like wait and, and kind of be drip fed the, the plot to this thing and having it interspersed with uh, the other channels. Um, yeah, spe- I, I feel the same way. That's how... I want to make someone watch Lost that way. Uh-huh. Uh, like, hey, we're going to watch Lost together, but I am going to find the original schedule and like make you watch them all one per week. <laughs> Sometimes I will randomly show you a rerun without telling you. Awesome. Occasionally it'll be a clip show episode about how the romance between Jack Sawyer and Kate are going. God. You'll never yeah. know. And then we're going to take a summer off. <laughs> I I do really think that's the way to watch Lost, though. Honestly, that's how Lost is at its best. I agree. You gotta like have that week to sit and and stew on it <laughs> in between episodes. All right, keep an eye on uh, uh keep an eye here as we <laughs> the new Moonshot show. Lo- I was about to say Lost in Translation. That's just the name of an episode. We'll figure out a title, but it's coming soon. <laughs> 
So, uh, seeing you being drip fed information on, on all sorts of channels, uh, our, our, our friend, the cynical critic puts out a new video called why all animation is for kids. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, we get to meet the new friend Antonio. I like that cynical critic videos are just fully like mask off at this point. Like, yeah, we're doing this video, but we know that nobody cares and we are doing this Uh for the meta plot. Yeah. And, like, this is, I feel like, where they get really interesting with, like, the addition of Antonio, who is, mm-hmm. like, the second cynical critic, uh, who is, like, clearly has been sent here to, like, keep Mark in check. Yeah. Um, but it's also, it's also clearly not his old friend. Yes. It's, like, but a different like, guy. It's, it's close, because his name's Antonio instead of Anthony. But, yeah. like... It's definitely not in a way that is like unnerving. Yes, because uh, every time we've seen these guys like start to get embraced by their unmused before, it has been. I'm still Carl. I'm conspiracy Carl, not Carl Mayhew. But like, I'm Carl. I'm the cynical mm-hmm. critic. Singular. I'm the SpongeBob guy. But it is mm-hmm. not. This one isn't that. It is a different person, which is interesting. Yeah. Um. And they run, they run this ad for Happy Meat Farms. They talk about how animation is for children, blah, 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 clickbait nonsense. Uh, <laughs> there, is a, there is a part towards the middle where they like pull up the uh, posters for a bunch of Pixar films. Um, and uh, there's like a bunch of really obvious misspellings on the posters. Mm-hmm. And uh, they spell out uh, host secured begin planting spore. Okay. Um, and then the video gets very weird and tense between uh, Mark and Antonio. Like Antonio pulls out a picture of Sonk the Blue Rat. And mm-hmm. Mark is like, where did you get that? What is going on? Um, Antonio like references Mark's mom not being able to afford uh health insurance and like five almost towards the end of the video like five minutes in you can see like black goop dripping out of antonio's nose Mm-hmm. yeah it's just like upsetting and unnerving it's kind of like the the feeling of like being at a friend's house and they start fighting with another friend uh-huh or like when when you're a kid at your friend's house and his parents start yelling at him yeah and you just kind of sit there like uh okay yeah it it like the back half of this video very much has the energy of like something that should have been cut from the video but they didn't mhm it's like when when like an argument between two like influencers gets too real and they for whatever <laughs> reason like leave it in their uh-huh. their video. <laughs> Just like uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. Oh. So that's that's our new cynical critic. Uh also possibly worth noting is that uh on the Happy Meat Farms uh homepage Antonio is listed as the name of one of their video editors mm-hmm. for Happy Meat Farms Entertainment. Okay. So we're making connections. <laughs> Perhaps they have sent this man. To the meat grinder. To the meat grinder. <laughs> to, <laughs> to look after Mark. 
Um, on November 12th, Conspiracy Carl goes live, quote unquote. Um, this was like another video that was put up on his website, I think, but it was like framed as, as being like a live stream or a VOD. Um, okay. and he has like a washing machine going in the background and he says that it's so quote unquote, it can't hear him. Uh, he also has a sponsorship with Happy Meat Farms, mm-hmm. um, but is less enthused about it than uh than Alex and the cynical critics. <laughs> like you can see him reading off of a script. Uh-huh. Uh and like halfway into the video, he kind of breaks character uh and is like, yeah, like everything I've said is a lie. Uh like I'm sorry about everything and something's been controlling me the whole time. Uh, he apologizes to Mark, um, and he says that he, like, made something that explains everything and sent it to Mark, and he, like, takes off his, his tinfoil hat and is leaving the room and telling Mark not to plant the spores, um, Mm -hmm. and then his muse comes up behind him and interrupts him, and the live stream cuts off. Interrupts him is putting it mildly. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it, it, it it implied ad- abducts him. <laughs> Poor, Poor <guy>. Carl. <laughs> but yeah, he is uh he is warning Mark not to plant some kind of spore. Yes. I yeah, I finished these videos and I'm not I'm still not entirely sure, but I know where we're going with this. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. Um so, so perhaps that's the end of Carl. That re- we'll we'll see. We'll we'll get there. But yeah, he very much does get like abducted by his muse, and and then the live stream cuts. You hear him like scream and it the, drop the camera. Um, shortly after this, uh, this was November twelfth, uh, twenty twenty one. On November twenty fourth, uh, this place is not happy. Uh, leaks another Happy Meat Farms genome modification test. Uh, And this one shows uh, Happy Meat Farms attempts at human genome modification. Yes. Uh, And it it starts off with a kind of like normal Happy Meat Farms employee video being like, hey, we want our employees to like sign up for some simple, harmless R&D tests. (laughs) (laughs) And then it cuts to a bunch of, like, obviously fucked up experiments that Happy Meat Farms is doing on human beings. These are my favorite videos just because they all seem to be, like, animated and created to the music Mm -hmm. in a way that in the reality of the world, I'm just imagining some Happy Meat Farms guy just, like, fucking really getting into it. He could have just made this cold and clinical, but he put together a fucking music video every single time. I respect (laughs) that. I feel that later we kind of find out who that guy is as well. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. It does make sense when you get to know him a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do wonder, one of these is a young guy, mm -hmm. and I wonder if that is Anthony. So yes, that is implied. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's it, uh, there is a young guy uh, labeled as an outsider uh, mm-hmm. who, who you see like you don't get a picture of like what happened to him, uh, but you hear like wailing and crying. 
Uh, it's like the only audio available uh, bit. And it is, in fact, the same clip of someone crying that is in the first Sonk the Blue Rat video where you see anthony's missing persons poster for the first time gotcha okay so yeah it's it's extremely implied that uh they they killed anthony okay um and all of the all of the rest of the like uh test subjects are like volunteers outsiders non-compliant journalists (laughs) uh what yeah the, the last one is just someone who's broken out yeah the last one is uh a 47 year old human who is classified as a host uh and she uh her results say extremely intelligent extremely dangerous uh recommendation we need better containers (laughs) i I do like the uh i do like the recommendations they're really funny (laughs) Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I like the one that's uh, result. It's on the ceiling. Recommendation: Get that thing down. <laughs> uh, and then at the end, there's a little note that says like results. Mother will be pleased. So when I was going through this, I thought that that so the last one that is broken out. I thought, oh, is that mother? But then it said mother will be pleased. So probably not. Is it the original founder? I thought maybe it's uh, Victoria, the the character that we meet in the next episode, but mm-hmm. she's too young for this. Um, I guess it could be Alex's muse, but I wouldn't call that a, a human that's been modified. I wouldn't think so. I don't. I don't know. Do you, are we supposed to take away from this that that's Alex's muse? Do you think? So I have good news, which is that the players uh, used some information in this video to uh, to solve a puzzle that gave them more information about Mother. Okay. Uh, they found that um, a couple of letters and numbers in this video were never like blurred or distorted. Uh, and they took those letters, uh, which is just like a, a string of, of letters and numbers, uh, and got the password to the Happy Meat Farms R&D portal. Oh, okay. Uh, and from there, they were able to get into a couple different sections of the site. Uh, there was one uh, that they could access for Project Chimera, uh, which was the official name for the genome modification trials. Uh, to quote unquote provide the largest amount of living biomass to HR uh, by inducing growths in humans and animals. And it said specifically that the foreign DNA uh, being injected into these uh, living creatures was provided by mother um, and inserted into test subjects, and that almost no subjects have escaped ca- captivity. <laughs> okay. Um, and it also had a listing for escape subjects. Uh, one is the fucked up cow that I think we saw in the first leaked video. Yes. Um, which was described as showing no signs of intelligence or cognitive abilities. Um, and it also lists the, uh, the escaped human female from this new video, uh, which said all visual records of the subject have been destroyed by it. Uh, and that it, and that she killed eleven employees while escaping. Right. 
Uh, it also said that she uh, managed to access the Happy Meat Farm servers before escaping and that many files were missing. Uh, okay. Which a, a little bit implies that this escaped human female might be our leaker. <laughs> Uh, there's also a section in the R&D portal on a project called Project Vulnerability, uh, which had the goal of introducing illnesses in a very small amount of uh, Happy Meat Farms consumers through putting like tampered meat onto the market uh, to try okay. and create vulnerabilities in the population. Uh, and one of the cases listed was Cecile Mayhew, Mark's mom and Carl's ex-wife. Okay. Uh, and it said that she developed pancreatic cancer after consuming Happy Meat Farms ground beef and indirectly yielded two promising hosts. Huh. Okay. Indirectly yeah. yielded two, so that'd be Carl and, and um, Cynical Critic? Yep. Yeah, checks out. Checks out. Okay. Um, yeah. There was also a event called Future Day that was added to the employee calendar, but uh, nothing of note happened on that day. <laughs> <laughs> I think legitimately it might have just been something that Alex Bale put on there to fuck with people. <laughs> sure. Uh, so this was the last thing that they got for several months. Um, this dropped on November 24th. And the next video, um, Spongebob Conspiracy 7, uh, dropped on January 15th. Okay. So uh, this is the one where we meet Victoria. Yeah, this one's cool. Um, yeah, th this is the one where we meet, like, other characters who will become important to the rest of the series. And we get significantly more uh, live action in this. I do want to shout out the very good wine commercial that's in the intro of this video. Okay, the, the ads in, in this ARG are incredible. They're uh, amazing! <laughs> I have seen YouTubers really phone it in when it comes to ad reads. Uh, you didn't. <laughs> These ads are so good. They're really good. <laughs> yeah, the, the first like section of this video has a Bright Sellers ad in it. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's the Bright Sellers one. A later video has an ad that... Um, it's it's Alex trying to get spam callers into saying the like ad read for NordVPN, yeah, which is an inc just a, a incredible bit and a it's great so get. And then the idea of a, a later one, him going into Valorant lobbies to like, <laughs> yeah. hey guys, while we're playing, have you all heard of Raid Shadow Legends? It's so good. It's like hard to believe that he was allowed to air these good i i so i will say i know that Vor nordvpn is very like i don't know you can threaten to kill a president in your ad as long as yeah, you say that fair. nordvpn will let you watch netflix in another country like as long as you hit their talking points they don't care what you get up to but then yeah raid shadow legends and uh the other one are a little like all right well damn Mark, okay yeah <laughs> Um, but wine adds a sign. Yeah, we do meet uh, Victoria and Wesley, who are Alex's like filmmaker friends. 
Uh, and this this video actually starts with like a live action segment where Alex is like, "Hey, I'm, I'm like considering stopping like the SpongeBob theories and and like going back to to doing film stuff." And there and his friends are like, "Why would you do that?" <laughs> mm-hmm. I yeah, I think that this is really good. I yeah. I really like the bringing other creatives into mm-hmm. this story and like beyond just YouTubers and seeing how it's like, no, you found like a path of success just like we're working to too is like, it's a smarter view than I expected this to go. Yeah. And I really like where the plot goes from here. I I think that, I don't know. I I think it would have been very easy to stick with this plot being three people in their rooms looking at cameras. Mm -hmm. And I, I like this development. Yeah, I agree, and I, I I do especially like this part at the beginning where his friends who are also filmmakers are like, well, why would you want to quit? Like, you get YouTube money to, like, sit around and watch Spongebob all day. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're living the dream. <laughs> it's, personally, I, I think it's really interesting because I I feel like the the Spongebob videos are to Alex what my job is to me mm-hmm. where it's like hey you've got a pretty cushy job that pays you well that you don't really have to care too much about mm-hmm. isn't that good enough yeah and there is a real struggle that comes with that where it's like there's so much more that you can want that you can't get from a job like that but then like i know feeling the other way just about my own like creative output where i'm just like no i want to try i want to work i want to like push and do mm-hmm. things and i'm held back by the other thing that makes money. Yeah. It's an interest, like, I don't know. I, I feel like I relate to this, even though my my muse output is not creative works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I 100% you know? agree, yeah. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's just a really interesting video and uh, really starts to dig into what this is. Yeah, this video has a lot of, like, really interesting kind of, like, lore-y story stuff. Um, cause then we get Alex, like, googling how to get a giant tentacle monster out of your house. <laughs> <laughs> and he, like, goes to his kitchen and gets a knife and starts threatening the muse to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gets interrupted by his, uh, his filmmaker friend Victoria coming over, uh, cause she's worried about him and she's like, hey, you've been acting really weird, like... Why are you, like, running around in your house in the dark? What's going on, man? Um, and he... A- Alex, like, goes back inside to, like, put the knife down, um, and then comes back out and Victoria is gone. And obviously he he starts freaking out because he's like, oh no, the muse ate my friend. Yeah. Um, and then she, she shows back up and is like, what are you doing? I was in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> um and then you find out that she also has a muse yeah she, she's like why are you being so weird and he's like i got a secret to tell you and she's like oh is it that you have a weird tentacle monster yeah i got one of those too yeah which is a really good like cliffhanger to end this on i feel like oh it's great it's such a such a metaphorical shift and pivot that i love I, yeah, I, I know that we, I know that you speculated last time that there was more than one muse and I didn't want to tell you anything because I knew uh-huh. that we were going to come right up to this reveal. 
at sort of like the beginning of this episode and i wanted to preserve that for you yeah i i i yeah it's i i love that it is um god i don't i don't know the right words to put this but like it has gone from the the tentacle monster in the basement has gone from like the metaphorical desire to be seen through your art mm-hmm. and pivoted into everyone's desire to create and be seen but also the ways that you have to rebel against that and like keep yourself in check as you do that. I, yeah. I think it's 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 like you have to like fight against yourself in order to figure out where you want your creative creativity to go through and shine. And and everyone having a muse that can be fed is a much more fascinating version of this reveal in that it's like yeah, there is this it it, it it is now less of an externality and more of an internality of just like, mm-hmm. yeah, everyone has a thing that has to be fed. How hard are you going to feed yours? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's also like, I mean, we'll, we'll get into this. I, I, I feel like when we talk about kind of the back half, but it's, it's also really interesting in that like each muse is like honed in on a very specific like thing or aspect of what each person does Mm-hmm. And a lot of, and like sometimes the the person who uh, who has that muse is kind of done with it, even like when they get the muse, like Mark, right? Like he kind of like doesn't really want to do the cynical critic thing, but mm-hmm. that is like the thing that is making him famous on YouTube, right? And like uh, Victoria couldn't get the SpongeBob theory muse, you know? Like- yeah. I presumably, uh, but hers is like making commercials. My 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 gut or my head cannon was that like she made that Royal Caribbean ad. Um, I don't know for sure, but like these the way that these just like yeah, I'm here making commercials. Um, we'll see where the other guy kind of gets amused and then pivots mm-hmm. later. Um, but yeah, I I just think it's fascinating. It's a really it's it's a it it really breaks the story open beyond just. There's a spooky thing in my basement making me create. Uh, the truth is that there's a spooky thing inside all of us that make us want to be seen, whether we're creating or not. Yeah. And it's like, how willing are you to feed that instead of just creating yourself? Yeah. And we can and- we we can say that we're pure because we make a podcast about ARGs, <laughs> a, a, a double useless medium. So well done, Marn. <laughs> Yay, we did it. <laughs> we we are spiritually pure in a way that these YouTubers can never be. <laughs> Suck it, Nightmind. Go Nisher. Put out laser discs. Oh my god. So the, the the thing about Victoria is that uh from the credits we know that uh her full name is Victoria Campbell which is the same name as uh, the Happy Meat Farm's creative director. Oh, well, I know what commercial she's directing now. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Damn, a Nepo baby with a muse. (laughs) Um, Also, the the phrase, host secured, begin planting spore, is, uh, is hidden in some of the YouTube titles scrolling past later in this video. Um, Okay. There's also some weird, some weird shit uh, at different times in this video. Uh, at two separate times, 
the text Jared is watching uh, oh. is edited into the video. Oh, that's I love Jared. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about Jared. Um, and also when Alex is uh, Googling like how to get rid of tentacle demon in your house, uh, one of his past Google searches is Paradox Files trailer. Uh, and okay. one of his uh, recommended videos on YouTube is the Paradox Files official trailer number one HD uh, from Movie Clips Classic Trailers. Uh, but players were unable to find that trailer anywhere uh, on that channel or otherwise. And okay. this is the first time they heard the phrase Paradox Files. Is this also where you see his Google... I, I don't know if it's this one or another video. There's like there's one where you see his Google search history and it's like how to <laughs> like how to take a larger guy in a fight. <laughs> I think it's a different video. <laughs> I don't remember that. I think that might be the other video when he goes to meet his friend. Oh yeah. When he has right. to plant the muse. <laughs> He like types something into Google and it pops up his search history. It's like how to take a larger guy in a fight as a small <laughs> dude or something like that. It it does have the same energy as uh my favorite manga page of all time, which is from Way of the House Husband. Yeah. Uh where there's one Yakuza guy who's surrounded by a bunch of guys from a rival gang. He says, uh, hold on one second, I'm Googling something. And it shows his phone, and it's just a Google search for how many guys can one guy take in a fight. So good. Same energy. Same energy. Yeah, I caught that when I was watching it last week, and it made me laugh. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's uh, that's SpongeBob Conspiracy Seven. We get left off on this kind of cliffhanger where Victoria's like, "Oh, I, w- I'm, I wasn't worried. Like, I also have a muse." Um, and then on February 14th, um, a random user posts to r slash arg uh, the Paradox 1313 video. Uh, that is the next one in this uh, timeline with the title, Apparently a shorter version of this played for some people during the Super Bowl. Feels like the start of a Cloverfield style arg? Yeah, I... I... I love this, uh, the Paradox 1313, like, I don't know, bit in the middle of this, mm-hmm. where it's just like, hey, remember Cloverfield? We're yeah. going to do an ex- we're gonna do an extended arg riff on Cloverfield for a minute. It's uh, really which is funny. Fascinating. And I, I love it. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked these bits. Because the, the I... first Paradox 1313 video is like shot for shot of the original trailer for yeah. Cloverfield. It is literally just the Cloverfield trailer with like different people, mm-hmm. and I think filmed like in Alex Bale's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy in the background with a Kanye twenty sixteen shirt, which like, <laughs> if you want something that really, uh, really cements the like time that this is happening, there you go. Yeah, um, and yeah, I I remember this being put on r slash arg and like knowing just because I had like slightly insider information that it was for the Muse ARG, but like seeing a bunch of people being like, whoa, what is this? What's going on? It's very fun. Um, it it has the same vibes as uh, back in the day when uh, 
we were covering Frog Fractions 2, and they had that second ARG. It's just uh-huh. like, oh, fuck me. This has been Frog Fractions the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> like, the, the YouTube video uh, says, like, written by Alex Vale and Andrew Bourne. If you like look in the uh, oh okay in the thing, uh, but it, it it says like credits are not canon to the ARG. It's just like the actual credits for sure. who was in this. Um, but so yeah, uh, this this showed up on uh, on Reddit, and I think I think people literally figured out that it was related because I saw Alex Bale in the credits. Um, but it also took them to Paradox1313.com, mm-hmm. uh, which was sort of a a little bit of a parody of the 11808.com that we talked about for the, the Cloverfield ARG. Uh, it had like a video that said the number 13 over and over again, like a butterfly with a skull. Um, and uh, sometimes the, the numbers would change into letters, and uh, sometimes like a number would flash on the skull and if you put all of the letters together, uh, it was ROT, it was, it was, uh, ROT 13 for the word monarch. Um, and you could click on the skull and pull up a password protected page and put in monarch to, uh, bring you to a new video about the life cycle of the butterfly. <laughs> uh, it had some like weird glitches in it and like a, uh, a, a portrait of Mr. Visionaire. Uh, hinting that they needed to solve a visionaire cipher, um, which was a uh, a string of letters below the video, and they were able to find the words "Awaken my children" hidden inside the video, uh, which was the key to the cipher, which uh, deciphered to from within. Um, and there was a link that they could click to bring them to the next password protected page, uh, which they unlocked with from within. Uh, which gave them a video of a bunch of news broadcasts about dead fish washing up on shore um, and nobody knowing why. And hmm. uh, three translations of the Bible verse, Isaiah thirteen thirteen. But there's some kind of Godzilla out there. Oh. Um, and they got a, uh, a series of like 12 spaces to fill. Uh, which let them know that the next password was uh, 12 characters. Um, And so they took the years that the three Bible translations came out and put those together for their 12-character password. Uh, And they found that hidden in the background of the image was uh, the URL slash CCTV, which was the next uh, page that they needed to go to, which showed the uh, Paradox 1313 CCTV video. Uh, that is in our playlist. Okay. Uh, which is CCTV video of like the inside of a store and you see like something huge and disturbing kind of like come crashing through the window and mm-hmm. leap over the counter. Um, and then uh, it says like error footage missing and then you see it in like a heap on the floor. Uh, and people realize that uh, this creature uh, resembles uh M zero one zero one the the missing like cow creature from mm-hmm. Happy Meat Farms and so they went to the Happy Meat Farms website and they found that there was an edit on the uh, R and D page that said that that subject uh, was located at a home decor store seventy miles <laughs> from 
facility, subject caught and terminated, witnesses and footage of subject leaked to public, cover story deployed, minimal risk posed to HMF. Okay. Uh, sort of implying that this whole Cloverfield parody is a cover story to, like, prevent the public from finding out that there was a real creature, <laughs> which is fun. Yeah. It, so the idea here is that they're doing the same thing that the Cloverfield sequels did, where they're just like, we've taken other people's... Um, like, we've taken a bunch of other movie scripts and said, what if we just put a Cloverfield monster in this and then called it mm-hmm. a Cloverfield sequel? Yeah. Is the implication here that they're just like, well, fuck it. We got some monster footage because of the thing that broke loose. What if we just say it's a movie? Then we can make some money off of this. Yeah, exactly. That is the I love implication. It. Yeah, it's so it's, cool. It's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, and inst- so- instead, of, instead of being like, oh, this CCTV footage is clearly just... Uh, clearly clearly cgi they're just like no it's for a movie it's yeah. it's the the hollywood equivalent of like oh uh military exercises it's great <laughs> they were like it, it, it we that was that was practical effects and everyone was like okay <laughs> <laughs> we needed to make the monster real because it was a found footage film so sorry about your shop yeah uh, and so there, there was another puzzle on this page with the CCTV uh, footage. There were uh, a bunch of like red dots attached to the background of the page that flashed. And uh, they were all Zodiac constellations. And uh, if you attach them to their corresponding numbers of the Zodiac and then put them in the order that they, they popped up in the background, uh, you would get a very long string of numbers. Uh, there was also a image of a person sitting and holding something in the back, hidden in the background of the page, uh, and players figured out that there was a spectrogram audio hidden in the CCTV video that uh, spelled out the name Anton Raphael Mengs, who was a 18th century painter. Uh, And going through his works, they found a painting of a woman in the exact same pose as the the person sitting they'd found hidden in the background. Ooh, Um, okay. Yeah. And that was a painting called Parnassus. Uh, And so they went to the page uh, paradox1313.com slash Parnassus and put in their long string of number password. Uh, and got to the last part of this puzzle, uh, which was another little teaser trailer that says, like, from HMF Entertainment, coming soon, only in theaters. Um, <laughs> and has, like... Actually, hold on. Does this website still exist? Paradox 1313. So I was like, I can just show you the clip. <laughs> yeah, it still exists. I do remember people finding this. Here, I'll give you the password. <laughs> it's just the end of Cloverfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, more explicit. But... Please, fucking Radiohead. <laughs> I did a different episode of this end with this song as well. Possibly. I oh, shit. I it... think I had either something from this ended in this way, which makes a lot more sense, or something I randomly watched recently ended that way, in a way that this is really causing me some deja vu. 
It is like a Radiohead song that is used in a lot of things. It's everything in its right place. <laughs> yes, this is how uh, Return ends. The second to last video in our playlist. Oh, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it, uh, you see like a, a clip of like, so, uh, like a found footage clip of like a bunch of CGI UFOs in the, in the sky. And then it, it plays uh, Radiohead as like, coming soon in theaters. <laughs> Oh, this all makes sense. Okay, I'm skipping ahead a little bit. Uh Uh-huh. Return ends with this song starts playing, and then a title card pops up that says, The Meat Paradox. Yeah. Okay. We'll dig into what that means later, but okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, Jigsaws are falling into place, Marn. Yeah. (laughs) So, so yeah, this, this whole kind of, like, puzzle trail... Uh, it's mostly sort of to like set up the the quote unquote legitimacy of Paradox thirteen thirteen as like a movie with an ARG, but like people who are in the know can be like, oh, they were like this is all like an elaborate cover story for like this creature that escaped, and like they were they're trying to make it look like viral marketing. Uh, if any of this gets leaked, this is clever. I like this a lot. Yeah. Uh, they also found that the uh, the channel banner uh, for Paradox thirteen thirteen had the the word Muse hidden in it, which was like kind of the through line with all of these YouTube channels. Yeah, so they, was a creep they did involved. for sure know that it was a uh, that it was Alex Bale. Mm-hmm. Um, but that still didn't explain the Paradox files, which uh, showed up in Alex Bale's video as a trailer for the Paradox files. Right. Um, so people were like, oh, is this like a sequel? Is this a, is this a reboot? Like, what's going on? There's like, there's some kind of like weird through line here. <laughs> um, But no time for that, because Conspiracy Carl's back on February 20th, 2022. Yeah. Everything's uh, in its right place. Everything's in its right place. He has... He has an opening now that isn't as good. <laughs> he has a new opening for <laughs> yeah, the Awakening gone... with Conspiracy Carl. He's gone full Alex Jones. Yeah. And yeah, the opening's definitely nowhere near as good. Yeah, he has like a like a whole green screen newsroom now and and is wearing mm-hmm. a suit jacket. <laughs> it's it's a little weird because in this I'm I can't tell if am I supposed to think this is a green screen background or am mm-hmm. I supposed to think Oh, he's moving up in the world and he's like really settled into a good place now. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's unclear. Cause I, cause later we do find out that he's just like still in his house, I think. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, he, he like plays a clip of him getting abducted by his views and he's like, it's fine. I, I defeated the Illuminati presence in my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Don't mind me. Had some kind of subterranean homesick alien, but we're good now. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just including Radiohead song names. I don't know why this is a bit I've decided I've landed on. I think Call it's the a good karma bit. police on me. Jesus Christ. Never mind. I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> were you about to tell me it's a good bit? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> take it all back. um and yeah and and he's like oh yeah like the illuminati was controlling me like they wanted me to play this like crazy conspiracy theorist character to like discredit the truth of what i was saying uh 
and like the the Illuminati controls a vast network of puppets, and I'm gonna free all of them. So, uh, go go Carl, I guess. <laughs> He's figured out how to disappear completely. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm being an idiot tech. Uh, what comes next? So, so yeah, he he's like, if the if the Illuminati's watching this, you should be afraid because I'm coming for you, Illuminati. Um, <laughs> so it's it's kind of unclear if this is like his escalation of being like planted with spores by the Muse, or if he acts, or if he actually like did get away from his Muse and is like, I'm gonna use my platform. To, like, tell people about what's happening. Yeah, I found it hard to tell if I should trust him at this point. I I was, I thought very much, oh no, he is back under the thrall. Like, we, we've lost Conspiracy Carl entirely. Yeah, I believe it is deliberately ambiguous at this point. <laughs> um, so the next, uh, the next video that we get is a Cynical Critic video called Why the Paradox Files is an Underrated Masterpiece. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're just like, you know that thing that, uh, that, uh, that, uh, you know that thing that Cloverfield movies do? It's good, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's actually good when things are entirely unrelated and then just slam into being a, a, a movie about the Cloverfield in the end. Yeah, it's, it's good. It, it's good when they do that. <laughs> I love that, actually. Consistency <laughs> is for chumps. <laughs> Uh, and it is a, a, a Mark and Antonio video where they talk about uh, the the Paradox universe. Uh, they, they talk about how the Paradox Files was a uh, Happy Meat Farms entertainment film that released in 2019. And how kind of like there's like this universe of Paradox films that are like unrelated films that Happy Meat Farms entertainment bought. And then they they kind of just slapped aliens into all of them. <laughs> uh, they're like, no, it's it's right that Happy Meat Farms did this, and uh, they did a they did a good job. <laughs> yeah, Happy Meat Farms is great, actually. Yeah, it's really uh, cool how good the special effects in these movies are. They do uh, show some some like news headlines and stuff uh, talking about which kind of hint at the fact that the paradox files was also used to uh cover up like happy meat farms leaks and like as viral marketing um also mark is uh not doing great in this video no he does not look good yeah he he looks terrible he has like a huge bandage on his neck uh he keeps coughing and like a little bit before the end of the video he gets a phone call and like disappears off screen and Antonio has to wrap the the video by himself. Also there's just like a bunch of raw meat hanging out on his bed. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. I showing raw meat is just a very solid way to be like, yeah, this is unnerving and I Andrew doesn't like this. Yeah. Um there are a couple parts in this video where uh letters of a youtube url uh show up kind of like very small um in like different in different like things that are on screen like at one point when they they bring up like the rotten tomato score for uh the paradox files it shows up in like the audience score um 
And if you add them together, uh, it gets you to the next video on the playlist, uh, which the the title is a uh, Rot 19 shift uh, that translates to For Jared. Mm, okay. Uh, and it has the full footage of uh, of Mark taking the phone call, uh, getting bad news, presumably about his mom, uh, and just flipping out on Antonio, which I love this video. <laughs> it's, it's, again, it's one of those things that is, like, so uncomfortable to watch in a very real way. Yeah. And, like... Antonio just stands there looking in a way that is like, or sits there, but like in a way that is just perfect body snatcher, like looking in, not a human, just like, are you done? Yeah. Can can we continue to talk about the paradox files? Yeah. It's fucking crazy because like the guy who plays Mark is like having a very real and believable reaction to like learning that something terrible has happened to a loved one. Mm -hmm. And like, is just not getting any emotion, like emotional re- response in return from Antonio. It has a similar vibe, but not comedic. Of uh, do you ever see the clip from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia where Dennis learns that Charlie's mom has cancer, and he's just like, ah, bummer. I, sorry, I, I don't care. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. It it has that same it has energy that exact of just vibe. like. Sorry, I, I got nothing here for you. Yeah, this is like one of my favorite videos in the whole arc. The the actor who plays Mark like really fucking goes off. <laughs> yeah, and then it cuts to like Mark unconscious on the ground. Mm-hmm. In in like a dark room with Antonio controlling the camera and talking to him and like stroking his hair in a very upsetting way. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. Antonio says it's almost over now. Love when an ARG character says that. Yeah, that sure, yep. <laughs> That's sure what they say when it's almost over. <laughs> uh, there's also text hidden in the last couple of frames of this video that says spore planted, host hesitant but contained, growth slower than expected. Uh, and the R&D portal updated on this day to show that Cecile Mayhew had recently died. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then we get the leaked uh, Happy Meat Farms HR orientation video. Yes, where we get a tour through the facility. Yeah, which, um... This is the most music video-y one yet. Lots to say about this one. <laughs> <laughs> you have one job at HR. Feed mother. Um, a, a, a fun fact about this, uh... A fun fact about this video is that I indirectly contributed to it. <laughs> what did you do, Marn? Um, what did you do, Marn? <laughs> uh, Alex, well, so I, I, I'm in a uh, like a Twitter group DM with like a bunch of people who make like args and web series and stuff, and like a bunch of people who report on them. Um, and Alex Vale came in while like making and and editing this video it was like. Hey, I'm making a bunch of like I'm making a video with a bunch of creepy rooms. Um, I'm open to ideas if anybody has just like a just like an idea for a, a creepy room that I could throw in there. I said, Alex, have you seen House Meat? 
<laughs> what is house meat, Marn? Uh, it is photos of um. There are some photos on Tumblr that go around occasionally of like a house with exposed asbestos that looks like meat, <laughs> which is like oh. the captioned house meat. <laughs> Love and there's that. also. I thought you were going to tell me that you inspired the hair room and I was going to kick you out of a call. (laughs) And there's also uh, like a a, a similar post that like also sometimes goes around on Tumblr that is like a art installation of like weird body parts like poking through a house. Um, But I have house like I have house meat saved on my computer because it was like a meme in a different group chat that I was in. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh yeah, you should make a meat room. (laughs) And that's why there's a flesh room. There's a flesh room. With real flesh, yep. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And congratulations. That's my one contribution to the lore of uh of Alex Vale's the Muse. (laughs) It's cool to know someone who's famous. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. Um, so yeah, this is a, uh, a a leaked video from the HR department. Um, it establishes that uh, the HR department's job is to feed mother. Yes. So are we supposed to assume that the asset that we're feeding mother is Mark's mom? Possibly. Uh, I, I, I think it's just one of the like test subjects. Okay. Not like a nondescript test subject uh, and it's like take this asset all the way through the hr building to mother don't touch anything don't look at anything and have fun <laughs> <laughs> and you get like a little a little tour this is welcome to hr there's so much to explore <laughs> yeah uh, i i oh boy what a creepy video yeah, um, if you have trypophobia, maybe don't watch this video. Just straight up. There is a there is a room called the whole room. Um, <laughs> there's also uh, the hair room, the flesh room, uh, the rat room, which is covered in mouse traps. Uh, the room with the yellow balloon. Don't go in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the butterfly room. The horse room. <laughs> Uh, there's the the drawing room, which has a bunch of drawings of like the Sonk characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the birthday room, uh, and then it's like the the next area is a little messy because uh, an acid escaped and and made a mess. And also, there's some weird dogs here. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I hate the. I don't know if it's AI or photoshopped or what exactly is creating all the uh, images here, uh, but I don't like them. Yeah, I think it's I I think it might be a mixture of both. Like it it's very it has that very like early sort of like AI generated image look to it because these are from 2021. Uh huh. So I think it it's both like weird Photoshop and also like type the word dog into like a an image generator and see what comes out i Mm -hmm. like oh i i don't remember the name of that one uh site that the ben drowned guy also used but i wouldn't be surprised if it was like a similar thing oh yeah i could see that yeah to make like the fucked up like owl faces yeah that's what it reminds me of um 
There's also a room called the Pink Room, uh, which looks like a little girl's room, and you can see the name Ramona written on the wall above the bed, uh, which is relevant because uh, Happy Meat Farms' uh, founder is uh, Ramona Bynes, who appears at the beginning of this video. Um, We also are shown... uh, DNA storage that has a bunch of like vials labeled mother of like black fluid uh so sent to R&D uh there's the IT department where Jared works we don't talk to Jared <laughs> so i thought that these videos might be might be put together by Jared but we see Jared in here and they say we don't talk to him so i guess not i guess i also kind of thought that they i mean i I, I think maybe the, the like experiment ones are put together by Jared. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and then you finally get to like a, a big pair of red doors and it says, are you ready to feed mother? Good luck. Uh, and you you see like the the genome experiment on the floor and like a, a tentacle like drags it into the darkness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then it ends with, uh, it says, well done. The HR orientation video experience is complete. Mother is pleased. Uh, and then it ends is... with a, oh, go ahead. uh, it ends with another clip of Ramona Bynes and then the video glitches out. Uh, and you hear someone say, that's not me. Yeah, there is, it seems like there's a behind the scenes coup going on at Happy Meat Farms that the aftermath kind of plays out through these videos. Mm-hmm. but it doesn't quite play out through these videos. So I was a little lost with all of that. I assume that's through the ARG stuff. Yes. So this this video kind of confirmed what people had been suspecting, which is that uh, the leaker is the real Ramona Bynes, who for whatever reason, Happy Meat Firms are like pretending is still alive. Because mm-hmm. um, there are also some other clues in the video uh, when they show the pink room there is like text hidden at the top of the screen that says, how did they get every detail right? Um, and there's also text hidden that says, I never wanted any of this to happen. And also, I hate that freak <laughs> referring to Jared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming that they kept her alive through Muse magic or whatever alien tech whatever whatever the genome mm-hmm. sequencing stuff in in this is whatever it is seems like it's keeping her alive and they're using it to keep their meat company going through her is what is how i'm reading it well we know that she's also possibly that escaped female subject who like hacked into their servers and yes. killed 11 people right 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 okay so that- like she does have fucked up mother genes and her probably at this point yes yeah that all checks out like escaped with a bunch of information from their servers um with uh some clues from this video uh there are different letters and numbers kind of scrawled on the walls throughout the uh the hr department uh putting all of those together for a password let players into the hr employee portal on the uh, Happy Meat Firm site. Hmm. Uh, it had a little paragraph of information saying that Mother produces children, uh, which are presumably the muses, and that HR's duty is to make sure that the children find the right hosts and can grow into their final form. Okay. Uh, 
And so the HR department uh, ensured that their uh, control is absolute over humans in order to prepare something called the New World. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the HR portal also had the same HR orientation video, except the room with the yellow balloon was replaced uh, by a room called the Fire Room, uh, which had the burned outlines of a man and woman holding hands against a wall uh, with Don't Let Us Down written above them. Okay. Uh, there was also a HR project called Project Nightmare, uh, which is the name for... Uh, the HR program that uh, Happy Meat Farms uses to physically and psychologically pressure like potential hosts into accepting their muse. Okay. Um, which is kind of implied to be stuff like the the Sonk the Blue Rat videos. <laughs> because you see like the drawing room that is like filled with the drawings of Sonk, like that was designed to, like, control Mark and psychologically pressure him into accepting a muse. Okay. Uh, it also talked about how um, Mother uh, required more food to grow than the children, which was why they started the genome experiments to grow more meat, um, and introduced the concept of digestion, uh, which is called the final and most difficult phase of a child's relationship with their host. Uh, Describe that the will and identity of the host had to be broken down completely uh, in a torturous way before digestion could be completed and the host's redacted could be taken. Hmm. Uh, it also said that uh, once the children reached their final forms and mother reached its full size, uh, they would return to each other to become reconnected. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's also a uh, a section in the HR portal called The Leak, uh, which was talking about the uh, This Place Is Not Happy YouTube channel and uh, saying that it was a massive risk to the new world that Happy Meat Farms was trying to create. Uh, they said they had, they, they sort of knew who it was, but they couldn't locate it. Uh, and said, under no circumstances can they be allowed to release the IT files, uh, which linked to a IT portal that was password protected. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't share these files. <laughs> um, there was also a Mother Chamber live feed, which had a 25-minute loop of a video of like just the, the chamber with Mother in it. Okay. So that was that was the next big uh, big Happy Meat Farms dump. Okay, um, yeah. And then uh, the next SpongeBob conspiracy came out. Yeah, what are these weird fishes up to? Yeah. So uh, this one has a bunch more live action segments interspersed. Um, this is SpongeBob theory number eight: the time traveling ghost pirate theory. For oh, I got a I got a, a quick question for you before we get into this one. Yeah. Is, so in our playlist, we see a video between these two. Indeed. Okay. Do we still want to talk about this one first? We'll, we'll bounce back to that one because sure. the, okay. the link to that one is in this one. It was just published first. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so yeah. So SpongeBob Conspiracy Number 8 dropped in May uh, 2022, um, which uh, gives us the conclusion to Alex's uh, conversation with Victoria. Um, yeah. 
she's like, hey, you just gotta, you just gotta feed your muse raw meat. I, I don't know about feeding it like a cat or anything. It's fine. It'll just leave eventually. Like mine got me a job and then left. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then Alex, like, goes down to his basement to kind of, like, follow Victoria's instructions, but the muse, uh, like, slaps his neck with, uh, with its tentacle and, like, leaves him with, like, a weird wound. <laughs> I do want to, um, point to something that I think is kind of interesting. Um, you know how Netflix, uh, YouTube has the, like, if you hover over the progress bar, it'll show you... Yeah. Where the most clicked places are. Uh-huh. It seems like every video, the most clicked place is immediately after the live action stuff. It's very cool. <laughs> so there's a there's a, a strong contingency of people that are just like, fuck this. I just want to get to the next SpongeBob bit. I don't need your <laughs> I don't need your nostalgia critic lore, dude. It's it's very funny because in a sense it's like proving exactly like the thesis of these videos. Uh huh. It, I will say it, until the very end because the biggest spot this video has been clicked is the conclusion to everything, which leads to like the end and the yeah. longest chunk of live action of the video itself. But it yeah. is really funny to see like the duality of those two audiences playing out in real time in the <laughs> actions taken upon the video. Mm-hmm. I, this video and the last Spongebob Conspiracy Theory also are where you, I, I feel like you sort of begin to see the, something that we briefly touched on last time, which is that, like, yellow starts to come into the color grading a lot more, mm -hmm. and, like, you, you slowly see Alex's wardrobe becoming more Spongebob-themed, You is pointed that fun. out last, yeah, you pointed that out last time, and I really saw it this time. Yeah, like in the in the in the scene where he's in the bathroom and there's like a yellow shower curtain and he puts like the yellow SpongeBob Band-Aid on his neck. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Some some chef's kiss filmmaking. <laughs> it's almost like film is a visual medium. Damn, no way. It's it's Damn. almost like it's almost like color tells a story. <laughs> visual storytelling in my YouTube video? No way. Um, so yeah, he, the muse, like, gives him this, like, weird neck wound, um, and another Spongebob theory, and he, he bandages his neck, which is coincidentally the same place where Mark has the bandage on his neck in, in the last Cynical Critic video. Ooh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, you see, you see what we're doing here? Good connection. <laughs> yeah, uh, and he, like, and Alex, like, goes into his kitchen really, like, sweaty and disoriented and uh, eats a bunch of raw meat. <laughs> yeah. I'm so curious what he is actually eating in this, in this part of the video. Uh, I got two called shots. Yeah. I think, we, I think if we ever do get a chance to talk to Alex Winky Face, uh, I do think we should ask him. Um, my money is A... He just ate raw meat. Just said, go for it. It's good enough for Jordan Peterson. It's good enough for me. Let's go. Well, I, I, he's holding the, the like package so you can't see what's in it, which leads me to believe that there's something else in it. Mm -hmm. B, I think, watermelon. Yeah. I think it's watermelon. I think you're right. Yeah. People, I've, I've seen people use watermelon as their like, we're going to pretend that this is meat. And I feel like you could get away with that pretty easily for uh, yeah. human, especially if you like use a little bit of like, 
I think it's soy sauce that people add to it to mm-hmm. give it a little bit of a darker tint that makes it really look like meat. Yeah, I'm I'm watching it now, and I think like a hundred percent it is just like thinly sliced watermelon. I think you're right. <laughs> that classic watermelon sashimi. <laughs> the thing is, like, it's it's filmed in such a way that it really could be raw meat, and uh, it looks gross. <laughs> the real grossest thing is that he pulls a carton of milk out of the fridge and starts drinking that directly. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Milk? Ugh. That is so true. I accidentally bought uh this is this is a complete sidebar. I accidentally bought lactose free chocolate milk, thinking I was buying like full lactose chocolate milk, and it has um had the side effect of making me unstoppable because I'm now I'm like, oh I can drink chocolate milk whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feed the muse, Marn. <laughs> You're feeding the muse. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he, uh, Alex eats a bunch of raw meat that's probably watermelon, whatever, we're suspending our disbelief. Uh, it, lo- it looks realistically gross. Um, and you see he calls, uh, he calls Victoria, who is on the set of a Happy Meat Farms commercial, because mm-hmm, you see, mm-hmm. uh, you see, like, Ramona against a green screen while they're filming. Um, yeah. And he calls and, like, leaves her a billion messages that are like, Hey, uh, like, the the muse slapped me on the neck and I ate a bunch of raw meat. (laughs) What's that all about? (laughs) Uh, And she's like, don't worry about it. I'm going to tell you exactly what to do. Um, And we don't hear her explanation, but we see him show up to his other uh, filmmaker friend, uh, from the opening of the last series house, Wesley, um, and it's like I want to show you like my my SpongeBob theory. But by the way, Alex Bale looks like shit this whole video. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like I, I mean that in the kindest way possible. But like for for our listeners who, if you haven't watched these, like go watch them. Yeah, he buddy, go terrible. take a nap. You've earned it. Yeah, <laughs> he looks terrible. <laughs> he has like. He is, like, very pale, has, like, huge dark circles around his eyes. Like, he just looks bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he goes into Wesley's house and, uh, like, is excuses himself to go to the bathroom, but actually, like, goes to stand in Wesley's garage in the dark. Um, and Wesley comes looking for him. And it's like, hey, hey, buddy, why, why are you out here? <laughs> Just like Blair Witching it in my garage. <laughs> uh, and Alex just like starts projectile vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> he he's like, I'm here to help you, actually, Wesley. And <laughs> just starts puking in his garage. <laughs> and Wesley's like. Yeah, you should go actually. Like I don't I don't want whatever this is. <laughs> I did I really liked he uh in in the next uh in like the next video, there's a moment where Alex is like, Hey, I need to admit I gave you yeah. the news. And he's like, Yeah, I know. You puked in my garage and then it showed up the next day. I kinda of put two and two together. <laughs> looking terrible acting like a complete weirdo threw up into a garbage can and left (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, and then you get like a little scene with him and Victoria being where Alex is like, I like I don't I don't know how to feel about this. Like, and and she's like, No, no, no you did the right thing. And like, your muse is gonna go away soon, and that's okay. Um, and he uh, he asks her if she gave her muse to him. Um, and she's like, well, it like you needed help and it worked. <laughs> uh, but then we see that that's not completely true because we hear Victoria's muse talking to her at the end of this video. Right. So she didn't give him her muse. She just gave him a muse. Right. And uh, they sort of we now know that the muses sort of replicate. Yeah. By puking. I'm not entirely sure. I, I, I think I guess it's implied that like they they infect their hosts with a spore and then the host has to like go and, and puke up that spore somewhere else and like give it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of weird that uh that Victoria did that in Alex's house and he didn't notice somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um there's some there's some weird stuff in this video as per usual. Uh, in the title cards of the different, uh, chapters of the conspiracy, uh, there is some hidden text that says, phase two complete, spore planted, preparing for assimilation. Uh, there's also a shot of the SpongeBob studio set where you can see, uh, the, the glowing red eyes of Jared in the background (laughs) on the set of SpongeBob. (laughs) Um, and on, uh, Wesley's laptop in one of the clips, you can see, a uh, link to a YouTube video, which is the one that comes right before this on the playlist, uh, help me fund my first feature film. Yeah. Which is a little, like, uh, Kickstarter video by Wesley saying that he is trying to raise $25,000 to fund uh, a feature film that he wants to make based on the life of his grandfather. And Luckily, no sort of creature will infect that and turn it into something bad. Yeah, definitely not. That that could never happen to anybody in this this arg. (laughs) Oh, goody. There's an update to his funding. I wonder what happens here, Marn. What's up? (laughs) Yeah, so after... uh, a little while after the uh, uh, the SpongeBob conspiracy video dropped, um, like literally three days later, uh, on May seventeenth, uh, Wesley put up a new video that said, "Help me fund my first feature film update." And he's like, "Hey, Happy Meat Farmers Entertainment bought the rights to my movie, uh, and they gave me fifty six thousand dollars for it." Uh, but I had to retitle it to Thirteen Thirteen Paradox Street. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, it was like the street I'm... his grandfather grew up in, like before. Now it's the, it's uh-huh. perfect. I love it. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm changing it completely to be like a found footage movie, uh, about an alien invasion, but it's going to be a better movie and, uh, it's going to be great guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My grandfather is not really going to be in it, but like. He wouldn't have liked an alien invasion anyways, so, like, it's his spirit's kind of alive in it still. You know, just, uh, look, I'm getting funding, okay? The other one yeah, didn't exactly. do so hot. Um, on one of the film posters shown in this, uh, there is hidden text that says, 
Uh, phase one complete, host very compliant, begin phase two. So we know that Wesley is officially uh, being taken by the muse. There's also like a moment and towards just, the end of this. I was going to say, and just super into it. He's just like, oh yeah. Yeah. Host super compliant. Yeah, dude, let's go. Yeah, there's like a there's like a very brief moment towards the end of this where he hesitates and kind of like looks unsure and then he's like no 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 never mind i think this is great we're we're doing the thing we're making it happen <laughs> mm-hmm. well and in in a couple videos ago he was the one that was like buddy you're doing great you're making a lot of money on youtube i i can't get funding for my stuff anywhere and like yeah uh pardon the pun but really plants the seed for this shift later yeah it's good it's good foreshadowing I like the people uh, commenting sort of in character. There's one that says, Heck yeah, these minor plot changes will absolutely make it ten times better while still keeping the core of the film. (laughs) 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 (sighs) Let me be, bro, let me be honest. An alien invasion isn't the best theme for an Alzheimer's patient film, but if this is what you want, then go for it. (laughs) Oh, Wesley. Uh, and then we get a cynical critic video called Why 1313 Paradox Street is an Instant Classic uh, several months later in August. <laughs> yeah. And it, uh, this video kind of goes crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it starts ostensibly as, like, like, cynical critic has gone very mask off and is like, hey, this is an arg, like, there's weird shit happening, but, like, this one... Mm-hmm. goes full mask off yeah uh, it it starts out like the first 50 seconds pretending to be a cynical critic video <laughs> <laughs> uh except like antonio is doing most of the tar- talking and like mark is just sitting there staring into space looking like shit yep uh and then it slowly like starts to zoom in on mark's face and like the audio fades out and you just hear like an ekg heart monitor Mm-hmm. and like white noise um and then it cuts to mark watching this video on his laptop and like zooms back out and it's like okay we're in it like this is a filmed segment now i yeah if you've just been listening i would recommend you check this video out specifically yeah this video is great it's awesome because this is the this is like the first one outside of the alex bale videos where it's like okay we're watching a filmed narrative now mm-hmm. like this is no longer being told in kind of like the medium of clickbait videos right i i like that this channel can kind of just do this yeah it's it's great it it needed to serve one purpose which was to get like a bunch of rage clicks on other platforms early on which it did through the pair like through the uh the parasite video and then mm-hmm. ever since then it's just like great i've got pretty free reign with this channel because everyone knows what's up now the yeah. other game the other ones are like in the story need to be making the content that they still make but mm-hmm. this one gets to be something else and yeah. it, it, it i think it strengthens the narrative overall because of it i agree i also really like the actor who plays mark he does a really good job mm-hmm. um so yeah you see like Mark is watching this video and he he is like packing his bags and trying to sneak out of the house. Um, but Antonio catches him coming down the stairs and confronts him. 
uh, and is like, this is where it happened, isn't it? Are you gonna also push me like you pushed Anthony? Yeah. Uh, and then Mark does push him down the stairs. It's like the guy from the 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 staircase. What a what a reference to pull out <laughs> in this episode about SpongeBob conspiracy. Look, I'm just saying he's got one mo, and that's shoving people downstairs. God. Uh, yeah, so he he pushes Antonio down the stairs, um, and like goes to leave uh, his house now that Antonio is presumably dead. Um, I mean, he is lying motionless at the bottom of the stairs. Uh, and he goes to leave his house, but he is stopped because you, the muse, like, suddenly and abruptly just slides into frame. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of the first time that we see it really head on. Like, it's still obscured, but, um, it's, it's upsetting. <laughs> yeah. Just a big old writhing mass of tentacles. Yeah. Which, like, you get the sense that it is from seeing bits and pieces of it, but, like, it it sucks to look at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and Mark is, like... Starts talking to him as Sonk the Blue Rat, too. Yeah, it does! Um, and it... And, and Mark is, like, wait, I didn't plant this for, like, I still have it. Like, this is how you reproduce, right? Um, and if you don't let me go, I'm not gonna plant this anywhere. Um... And the and the spore like he has it. It's just like a sort of like a big slimy egg type thing. Oh, he was probably supposed to plant it in Anthony. Ah, and then he didn't, and they fought, and he shoved him down the stairs. Interesting. I mean, I guess he could have planted it in literally anybody, and then he just didn't. Yeah, but that's like who he would have, right? Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, he's like, I'm gonna destroy this if you don't let me go. Um, and. It does, but then as he's in the doorway, the the muse is like, Hey, don't you want to know what happened to Anthony? Um, and Mark is like, well, you killed him. I thought that was what the deal was. Um, and then the muse starts uh, talking to him in Anthony's voice, and it's very upsetting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you hear like the whole argument that ended in Mark pushing Anthony down the stairs. Yeah, it's great. <sighs> Yeah, man, I <laughs> I want to see the, now. This is gonna sound insensitive. I want I would like to see the in-universe YouTube drama channels covering <laughs> 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 covering the news that uh <laughs> like one of the hosts of <laughs> of their cinema sins equivalent murdered the other host. <laughs> You get a fuck. They they get added to like a chill style top ten YouTube like mm-hmm. top ten YouTuber dramas. Number one, <laughs> one of the cynical critics pushes the other one down the stairs. <laughs> uh, anyway, it is it is very upsetting. It's very sad. There's a and then there's a jump scare where uh, Antonio who has like a big wound on his face now comes up behind Mark um, and like sort of pressures him back into the house um, and uh, and you hear the muse say uh, like he belongs to mother now and so will you um, and it like grabs Mark back into the darkness um, I, I like the effect it does here which is like a um, like the classic 
screen tear effect that you see in a lot of stuff like this. Yeah. But it's done in a way that it's like pulling toward the camera, but in a repeating pattern, like you're looking in a um, like an infinity mirror that makes it seem yeah. like something's breaking and like pulling inwards. And I really like that. Yeah, a lot of these later videos sort of have that like weird screen terror effect, and I really like them. Mm hmm. Um, and then it like fades back in on the end of the uh, the cynical critic video. Saying that's why Paradox 1313 is a masterpiece. Yeah, and, and Mark is like uh, dressed exactly like Antonio and acting uh, like a normal YouTube host. Mm hmm. Uh, they're, they're both wearing just, like, plain black t-shirts, uh, and, like, all of the, the posters and stuff in his room are gone. Um, it's upsetting. Poor mm -hmm. Mark. The uh, video's hair, great. Yeah, the video's great. But, yeah, he, he's got a fresh haircut. Uh, all of his room decorations are gone. At, right at the end, you see, like, black muse goo drip out of his nose. Mm-hmm. That's the most upsetting to me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't do goops. Don't do goops. Uh, there's also a hidden message right at the end of this video that says, um, Phase three complete, host assimilated, be begin digestion, awaiting reconnection. Mm-hmm. Rip. Rip. Rip, Mark. <laughs> uh, so then we get Don't Feed the Muse 2, which is the first one that is sort of labeled as a spongebob theory but it drops all pretense and it's like no this is a 24 minute short film and you're gonna like it <laughs> yeah was there a don't feed the muse one so don't feed the muse one is just the compilation of all of the like alex bale plot bits uh, from the okay. first eight spongebob theories gotcha that makes sense okay yeah and those are all like cut together as like a a, a short film basically okay um, this video rules. Go pause this episode and watch it. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly. <laughs> Frankly, yeah. I, well, I feel like we should include just, like, the essentials list. Yeah. But, like, yeah, this this video is great. Yeah, this video is great. So, yeah, it's 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 a 24-minute short film. Uh, it starts with Alex Vale Googling himself and, like, sees all of these uh search results come up like alex bale spongebob guy alex bale spongebob theories and just like feeling existential despair about being the spongebob guy um and then his muse comes back mm -hmm. uh and you you get a pretty good look at it for the first time yeah we just straight it, up uh, see it yeah it, it looks bad <laughs> it's the big gross tentacle guy with a big say, old mouth does not look good <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then we see Victoria is at her house, like, washing blood up off the floor, uh, and talking to her muse, and she sees, like, a person in her house who, uh, like, appears in the dark and runs at her. Mm -hmm. Uh, and we don't, we don't really see the conclusion of that for a little bit, um, but we know that Alex is trying to get in touch with her, uh, and he gets in touch with Wesley, I and is the, yeah. the, well, I was gonna say the person is clearly Mark, right? I yeah. Just looking at I, a silhouette. Yeah, looking at the silhouette, I'm pretty sure it's Mark because we. I mean, we'll talk about it. We do see Mark show up later, so I think that would make sense. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Alex talks to uh talks to Wesley on the phone. They talk about the muse, and 
I, I think that's where you get the moment where he's like, yeah, I know you gave me my views because, like, you were being a weirdo. <laughs> um, and he's like, no, I'm doing fine. Like, nothing bad has happened to me. I feel good about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, as they're on the phone, uh, Alex hears, like, a dog bark in the background and is like, no, you can't have an animal in your house. <laughs> he's like, no, I'm just, pe- I yeah, he's just like, I'm just pet sitting. Why? What's up? Yeah. And Alex is like, I'm coming over and we're going to talk. <laughs> then, most importantly, we get an ad for Surfshark VPN. Indeed. Uh, which is just Alex Vale running through lobbies of uh, Counter-Strike and uh, and Valorant, just like telling people about how cool it is. And it's a bunch <laughs> of people getting annoyed at him for talking about VPNs. It's really good. And then we cut back to uh, him and Wesley drinking beer in the yard. <laughs> I I love this. Yeah, um, the scene is great. It It's such a good, like, them talking about, like, kind of them talking about the nature creative work a little bit. Yeah. And how you need a muse to sustain you and fuel you. And, like, as long as you got it under control, everything's okay. And, like, I don't know. It's such a great scene. And yeah, then it, it's... Oh, go ahead. It's really good because you have the moment where Wesley's like, well, now that I know, I can just like not feed any animals to it, right? Like, that's how it works. And uh-huh. Alex is like, well, what if that's not how it works? Like, what if it never leaves? And he's like, I don't want it to leave. Like, I'm doing creatively <laughs> fulfilling work. <laughs> right. I, there is a moment, I think, where he's kind of like, well, it's easy for you to say because you're making like a feature film and I'm making yeah. fucking SpongeBob videos for YouTube. Yeah, he's like, I can't believe I got stuck with the Spongebob theory muse. <laughs> uh, and then Alex leaves and is like, hey, like, call me if there's, like, any weird business and, like, don't feed that dog to the muse, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then as he's, like, on his way out, he sees a missing poster for the exact dog. Well, it's a missing, it's a telephone pole covered with missing posters. Yeah, covered just, with missing dog posters. This Chester's the most recent one. It's such a good rug pull reveal of just mm-hmm. like, no, this guy's definitely been feeding this thing dogs this entire time. Yeah. Like, he's lying through his teeth. It's so good. It's so good. Um, And then he, he goes looking for Victoria and he like... Gets into her apartment. He finds, like, the, the sink still on, but there's nobody there. Um, and then he, he, he's like, well, I guess she's not here. Uh, and, like, walks back out to his car, which won't turn on anymore. Uh, and Mark shows up and is like, hey, buddy, let me uh, let me fix the car for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is also such a good reveal. Oh, it's so good. He's just like, you're that guy from YouTube, right? He goes, yeah. You're that guy from YouTube, right? Yeah. I I love that they both are just kind of like, yeah, you're that guy from YouTube. You know, like, that's who they've become. Yeah. yeah, And, and he's also like, oh, yeah, I'm here because of you, Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, and Alex is like, that's weird. I would like to go. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh... As they're like having this weird standoff, Victoria rolls up in her car and is like, "Hey, get in the car. We're leaving." Um, so naturally, he gets in the car, um, and uh, they they pull up outside Alex's house, and he realizes that she's trapped him in the car. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, his his muse is 
is there in the back seat and you get a you get a great shot just from the outside of the car of it like shaking <laughs> oh, it's and, like, so good the car alarm going off mm-hmm. it's great uh and then it it cuts to uh to alex bale waking up in his garage and um being confronted by his muse which turns into him it like sort of coalesces into another alex bale yeah in a suit and you get this like weird and super unnerving and good effect where his head splits open mm-hmm. and uh and has like the muse tentacles and teeth on the inside yeah it's really good and unnerving it's really good and really upsetting to look at <laughs> He also does a really good, like, people suit walk. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but it, it feels like a guide puppet walking with his hands, his hands, like, at his side, looking like they're Lego pieces, almost. Uh-huh. The way that he has his hands, like, curved. It's a perfect, like, this is my first time in a human body. I'll get used to it soon, but I'm not yet. Like, oh, it's just yeah. good. Yeah, I'm, wa- I'm I'm running it back, and yeah, his hands are so stiff. They really are, like, Lego guy hands. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was the thing that stood out the most. It's just, like, he's he's he's, walk- he's walking like one of those robots. Uh-huh. Where it's like, oh, you do have, like, the mechanical function of walking down, but you don't have, like, I don't know, the soft tissues of a human being yet. So you just have the world's mm-hmm. stiffest walk. Oh, it's, it's so it, good. It's really good. Um... And then, Damn, yeah, writing, then he... acting, and directing triple threat, Alex Bale. <laughs> you go, Alex Bale. <laughs> Good job. Good filmmaking. <laughs> um, yeah, and then his uh, his face opens up, and he like grabs real Alex Bale with a tentacle, and like drags him away into the darkness. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Alex Bale. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get "Don't Feed the Muse" finale. Well, yeah, we, well, we get, no, we get we, sorry, sorry, and then we get a SpongeBob theory finale. We get several things before that, but yeah, basically. <laughs> no, I mean, the video ends and, and is like, and that's oh, yeah, the yeah, alien yeah. jellyfish theory. Yeah, it's, it's a good bit. <laughs> uh, Apparently, people have been like begging Alex Bell to actually make that theory video. <laughs> They're like, wait, but we want to see the alien jellyfish theory. Y'all really miss the point, huh? It's it's so funny. Like, uh, man, I'm gonna put out a 22 video about how my only my audience is only happy when I don't do the things I want to do, and I'm just the SpongeBob theory guy. And the people's response is like, I didn't like that. Could you make another SpongeBob theory? <laughs> it's great. Um, so then we get Happy Meat Firm's IT department files 29 from this place is not happy. We uh, meet Jared. We meet Jared. I love this video. I like Jared except for his teeth. I love I, that uh, he is voiced by Alex Bale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not even trying to hide it. I, I wish that we never saw his face. I wish that we just saw the three dots. I agree. I do. Uh, yeah, I, I do think Jared loses something for like us seeing his his real face and and knowing sort of like his backstory which we'll we'll talk about because uh that that is a thing on the website um, uh, okay I wish, 
I wish that Jared was just a weird guy. I understand why he wasn't, but uh, part of me wishes that he was just a weird guy. Um, anyway, we get a video edited by Jared. <laughs> He's very cool and very popular. He's a mother's number one special boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> He's so glad to have you on his team. <laughs> Uh, and it's a it's a it's another like new employee uh, orientation video talking about how like the most important element in a team is motivation, uh, and it goes through some uh, some different uh, Happy Meat Farms employees talking about how to properly motivate them, uh, and the first one is Victoria, mm-hmm. uh, talking about how she has a strong phobia of hair. Uh, and says, and Jared suggests motivating her by filling her house with hair. Like the hair room. Yeah. Uh, and there's hidden text uh, in her her personal IT file that they show that says, uh, host shows little resistance, uh, offer directing job, begin phase two, scouting out next host, host resisting planting spore, apply psychological pressure. Uh, and the next employee is Antonio. Yeah, uh, and we find out that uh, he needs to be motivated because he was leaking frames of uh, the mutated animals in the videos that he was uh, uh, directing for Happy Meat Farms. Uh, Jared recommends removing his fingernails. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so as the hidden text says... Uh, Spore planted, host leaked classified material, immediate psychological pressure required. Uh, the third example is Bill, who is a uh, employee at Happy Meat Farms, um, which is a cameo from Nathan Barnett, who is another art creator, uh, but it shows clips of uh, them playing him uh, audio at a frequency that humans find discomforting uh, and like quiet subliminal audio of his son screaming Mm -hmm. and like causing him to have a nervous breakdown uh saying the subject no longer viable for digestion (laughs) yeah and uh and jared talks about how you have to properly motivate each host before digestion (laughs) uh we also see carl um and the recommendation for carl is to uh increase his paranoia Mm-hmm. Because uh, he has potential. Uh, and then we get a, a story from Jared um, about a, uh, a little girl who lives on a farm. Yeah. Which is clearly um, the original mother. <laughs> like yeah. the, the real woman, not the... Yeah, Ramona. Yeah, Ramona. Thank you. Yeah, and it, it's it's a it's a story about a little girl on a farm who uh, who lives there with like her parents and these animals, but uh, but when like one day when she's outside, she like sees the house burning down, um, and it's uh, and she like hears screaming coming from inside the house, um, and it uh, it gets interrupted by a glitch from uh, who we sort of now know as Ramona, this like the original Ramona, this like creature that escaped um the uh the Happy Meat Farms compound. Uh and she threatens uh to release the IT files unless uh Happy Meat Farms and Jared stop 
what they are doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and from there, there is a hidden uh, URL in this video that links to Reflection, uh, where original Ramona uh, is talking over like a distorted picture of what uh, of like human Ramona. That says, uh, I stood there in front of my reflection and asked the question, what do you want? And my reflection responded with only one word. Um, what was and, the word? Uh, so it is not said in the video, hmm. but uh, if you speed up the audio, uh, you get a clip uh, of uh, a song called More. Okay. Yeah. Um, and by stringing together some typos that were in uh the it video the players were able to get into the it department side of the happy meat farm site uh which got them to a page with our favorite kind of puzzle a file maze (laughs) uh it brought them to a page with 150 links jesus um and the most of them were either uh they either led to 404 pages or a loading video uh that turned into a a jump scare if you left it for long enough <laughs> um but um a bunch of them if you watch them in the right order, had sort of a continuation of uh, Jared's story of the little girl on the farm, mm-hmm. um, which uh, continued on to say, uh, after the fire, the little girl was so lonely without her parents, it was hard to take care of the animals and it was hard to take care of herself. The next day, the little girl felt very hungry. She was so hungry that she ate an animal raw. She ate so much, she threw up a new friend. A new friend said, if you feed me, I'll help you take care of the animals. So the little girl fed the new friend, and the animals were happy once again. Now the Mm. girl wasn't so lonely anymore, and soon she made friends with even more animals. She tried to tell all the animals that she loved them, but there were too many to tell. The little girl was beginning to get worried. One day, while the little girl was saying I love you to the animals, redacted, she tried to ask her new friend to stop, but the little girl could still hear the screams, so she decided to continue. Once again, the little girl tried to tell all the animals that she loved them, but then she discovered something strange. Some of the animals had turned into monsters. She tried to tell her new friend what she had discovered. By now, the new friend looked different. Now, the new friend looked familiar. The little girl tried to run far away from the farm, but before she could, she too turned into a monster. Now the little girl was just like the animals. I wonder what her parents would think of her now. Interesting. Yeah. So the first muse came from her? Yeah, it's kind of... The animal that she ate, you know, that whole process. Yeah, it's it's kind of implied that the first uh the first muse came from uh like Ramona's family farm somehow. I I like that explanation more than I like aliens or devils or whatever other extraworldly I don't know, response you could give. I love the idea that it's just like a fucked up tapeworm grew. Yeah. In, through the trauma of a little girl, and here we are now making SpongeBob conspiracy videos. I think it's great. <laughs> That's uh, one of the there's... things that the the biggest thing that has kept me 
I don't know, up at night while watching these videos mm-hmm. is I don't understand the why of the muses. Yeah. But I am fine with it. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't know why these things c- come to creative people and say, hey, here's how you can create. I guess it's just it's one of those things that like suspension of disbelief. That's the way that they open themselves up to assimilation, because maybe it's just that because we're following a YouTube creator. That's the uh-huh. thing that like opens him up and lets them take him over. If it was businessmen instead, it would be we'll let you do good business deals or whatever. Yeah. But like just anything to be assimilated into these people in the same way that for her it was hey, we'll help you take care of your animals. You'll be a good farmer if you join up with us. Maybe it's just that simple. It's just, these are what these people want, and these are creatives. So here we go. Yeah, I I, I think that you're probably right. This um, this makes more sense knowing of this little girl story, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. I'm able to piece uh, this together now. <laughs> there was also some other stuff on, on this uh, site. There was a... Uh, a burnt newspaper clipping of um, a, uh, a a story on Ramona's family farm with her parents that had like their faces burnt out of the paper uh, that said, don't let us down. Uh, and there were two IT files. Uh, one was Carl's IT file, which had some, some cool facts about him. Uh, he used <laughs> to be in the Florida National Guard uh, until he got dishonorably discharged. Um, okay. He used to take his family on a cruise to Hawaii every year. Uh, it also talks about how Happy Meat Farms like induced uh, paranoia to control him. Uh, and that he was the one who gave Mark uh, his muse because he thought it would help Mark uh, with his videos. Um, but at the very end of the file, it says uh, that after uh, the muse subdued Carl during his live stream, he managed to terminate the muse somehow Hell uh, before yeah. he could be digested. And that Happy Meat Farms doesn't know how he did it. Uh, it says <laughs> that reinforcements were sent to his home, which were terminated by unknown means. Okay. Uh, and, it's, and it says it has become clear host has discovered an unknown weakness in us fascinating okay uh there was also a secret link on the it archive that led to jared's private file (laughs) okay this Uh, is where i'm scared the password was in all caps for jared only (laughs) 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 uh which would take you to a page with like bright colors and comic sans but there was a uh a hidden link that went to jared's actual it file uh which uh, had basically Jared's whole uh, whole backstory on there. What's his deal? Mother's special uh, number one little boy. Mother's special number one boy. Um, Jared Warrenheim was a uh, I was an IT technician in the old Happy Meat Farms IT department. Um, but he uh, had a bunch of a. Um, he had a bunch of employees, um, female employees, reported him for inappropriate behavior. Um, Jared, because uh, it was it was never proven, but it was believed that he was accessing their personal emails to learn more about them. Cool, Jared. Um, un- yeah, very very uncool, Jared. Um, Just slipped a number and, two. And uh, Happy Meat Farms uh, recommended positive reinforcement to deal with this and promoted him. God. Um, 
and uh, Mother later planted a spore in his office ventilation uh, where it spoke to him through the air ducts in a voice in the voice of his own mother um and uh happy meat farms later convinced jared to invite his real mom to the office uh where he fed her to mother uh and accepted mother as his real mom um okay but when the muse when his muse started to digest him he uh he managed to stop digestion halfway through, uh, severely damaging his muse uh, because he believed that mother still loved him. Uh, and he, they attempted to get his muse to digest him again, but it wasn't successful, um, le- leaving the muse Jared, who is now replacing real Jared, to need uh, mechanized body parts to, uh, to be successful. Okay. Uh you know, I liked Jared enough before any of this. I didn't need any of this. This is you're going you're you're telling me too much. I should even know Jared's got big funky goggles. I agree. I think that Jared should just be a weird guy. A weird little robot man. It is also established on his IT file that he's obsessed with SpongeBob. That he what? <laughs> that he is obsessed with uh SpongeBob. Hell yeah. Alright, well then maybe he planted the muse somehow. That's his muse. He's like, I need someone to tell me weird shit about Spongebob. Yeah, exactly. On July 12th, 2023, we are coming close to the end. Uh, Conspiracy Carl returns. And, uh, you know what? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give... Hold on. I'm sorry. Brain blast. I got, I got my, my big head cannon. Uh-huh. Jared decided that he was going to go above and beyond and find Victoria who he mentions is pretty in the video. And Mm -hmm. he sought out a special muse to give her, which she put forward onto Alex. But Mm. he's a fucked up little lad. And so his muse is also a fucked up little lad. So it's weaker than the other muses. And that's why Alex is over to overcome it with the power of self-actualization in the end. Interesting. I like that theory. Instead of whatever Carl's power is, which as far as I can tell, is a big old gun. (laughs) We'll get into it. <laughs> um, <I'm> sure. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Carl, uh, Carl puts out a new video saying that he's, uh, he's been undercover for the past year to dismantle the Illuminati. Um, and he calls out Happy Meat Farms and says that they're like the source of all evil. And he's like, I used to be their puppet. Um, but now, I'm I'm fighting back against them, and he talks about the uh, this place is not happy channel uh, and the leaks, and he says that he wants to work together with them uh, because he's discovered the the muses have a weakness that uh, that lets him kill them, and he wants to relay it to uh, this place is not happy, but he doesn't want to uh, to let Happy Meat Farms know about it, uh, and he's like, let's meet in person and and figure this out. Mm-hmm. Uh, which leads to uh, Conspiracy Carl number 15 uh, on September 30th. Uh, Carl is in the car on his way to meet this place is not happy and give them a, a, his secret weapon to, uh, to defeat the Happy Meat Farms uh, employees and the muses. And he like goes into this abandoned barn and he finds like a a weird shape huddled under a blanket that is probably Ramona. Uh, and he, he drops 
a uh, a mysterious weapon that he like blurs out because he doesn't want anybody to see what it is mm-hmm. on the ground. Um, and then he uh, it it like cuts to him back in his studio and he's like, "The mission was a success. Don't even worry about it." <laughs> Don't Which ask is... me how I became the reckoner. I'm just here for this. Yeah. <laughs> It's a 15-step process. I don't know how to tell you anymore. Uh, which then leads to an interesting series of videos. Um, so this place is not happy. Put up a video called uh, Mother is Dead. I I loved the smash cut between. He was like, good news, everyone. I've delivered the weapon. I think this will help, but we will see. Smash cut. Next video. Mother is dead. <laughs> it's well, really good. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a news report that says devastating fire at Happy Meat Farms, um, and then it kind of like pulls out, and you see that it's like a TV on a desk, and then there's there's a bunch of like weird numbers at the end. What's what's up with those? Mm-hmm. What's up with those? Uh, what's up with those is that uh, they are all numbers on uh, in the Fibonacci sequence. Okay. Um, and there is a little uh. There is a little chart uh, at the end, at the very end that is a uh, periodic table of elements chart. Okay. Um, and so each number has to be transformed into its uh, its actual position in the sequence, which I think is just like what number it is in the Fibonacci sequence. Um, and then use those numbers as the chemical element numbers. Uh, to grab the uh, the abbreviations of the chemical elements, uh, and you get the phrase incinerate. Okay. And if you use that as a key for uh, the string of letters at the very and numbers at the very end of the video, uh, it takes it uh, translates as a visionaire cipher into. A YouTube URL, which which gets you to the next video invitation, mm. uh, which is uh, a unlisted video of someone watching Carl's live streams. Yes, and and uh, around this time, the uh, the Mother Chamber live feed on uh, the uh, on the Happy Meat Farm site had been replaced uh, by. A video that seemed to be like the last 25 minutes of the uh, the Happy Meat Farms warehouse before it exploded, <laughs> mm-hmm. and like just ended on a on a still image of like an explosion. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> the, the to be continued from JoJo's popped up in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> um, which wasn't super important to finding the next video um the the invitation video was though it has a book cipher in the last bit of it is the Um, book the bible it yeah it's uh it's a king james bible i'm pretty sure because yeah it showed a bunch of um like dudes (laughs) of experiments and gave them all but all their names were like biblical figures if not yeah, all directly books, I don't think they're all books, but they're all yeah. It shows characters. like a bunch of weird guys uh, and has Mark, Matthew, Luke, Joshua over them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also has a photo of uh, of King James somewhere in the video on like the conspiracy chart. I think. Oh, is that who it is? Yeah. 
Okay. Um, and if you take all of the biblical names, um, you can match uh, like the numbers hidden at the end of the video with specific letters in the different gospels in the King James Bible in the order that their respective weird fucked up guys also appear in uh in the HR archives on the Happy Beat Farm site. <laughs> okay. Uh which got them to uh the key savior um which unscrambled another YouTube URL and led them to the video nightmare. Yeah, I didn't like this one. Yeah, this one is bad. It's not good. Mm-mm. It's, it's gross. I don't like it. <laughs> it's just Jared's creepy mouth opening and closing over and over again. Then uh, yeah. cut to a, probably him yelling, make it stop, make it stop. I don't like it. No, thank you. Yeah. Uh, there's another puzzle at the end of this one, though. Yes. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot going on. Uh, in this one, uh, there is a sound at the end of this video that is a spectrogram. And if you run it through uh, an audio program, you get the link uh, on.soundcloud.com slash a bunch of letters, uh, which led leads you to a SoundCloud page for uh, Conspiracy Carl uh, or a, a, an MP3 called Conspiracy Carl uh, from a page uh, on SoundCloud called RB. And it has just a bunch of clips of Conspiracy Carl introducing his videos, <laughs> uh, which you can match up to the dates uh, of each video. Okay. Uh, and so they took all of these clips of, uh, of Carl saying his handle. Uh, there were 13 in all. They dated them. Uh, and then they realized that the grid of uh, of numbers or the grid of letters at the end of this video uh, has exactly 365 letters. And so they had to match each clip up with the letter that mapped to that day of the year. Hmm. And then taking those letters, they got the key to the next Visionaire cipher. Cool. Yeah. Uh, which was breaking point, um, and then they got the uh, the video meeting, uh, which I think is just Carl and Ramona's meeting from Ramona's point of view, uh, which also has a little like grid puzzle at the end. Uh, it has yeah, it has like a a grid of like weird hash marks, and some of them are red. And the players found that uh, each one of those is a sentence from somewhere else in the ARG. Um, like, some of them are from, like, YouTube comments that Alex reads in his Spongebob videos, and some are from, like, newspaper articles and stuff, and if you match all of those up and you take the, the letters that are in the red spaces, uh, you get uh, the key Kill Mother, uh, which okay. leads to the return video. Which is a like weird uh, POV video of Ramona, of like the original Ramona, the uh, escaped experiment, like returning to HMF and like attempting to kill Mother. Yeah. But then at the end, it turns into a trailer for the Meat Paradox. <laughs> yeah, I. 
I think the implication here is that like we have all this footage, but we're just gonna make another paradox movie out of it. So yeah, gotcha. We're able to sweep this under the rug. They're not gonna take in Happy Meat Farms. You've just you've destroyed us, but you haven't taken us down. Like we're gonna we're avoiding jail time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then from there. So this this came out about a month uh, prior to uh, to Don't Feed the Muse three. So then from there we get Don't Feed the Muse three. I like Don't Feed the Muse three. I really like Don't Feed the Muse three. <laughs> this is another one of those. Hey, you should have stopped. If you haven't seen this, you should have just stopped a while ago and watched the whole thing. Yeah. Go watch this video. This video yeah, is go- great. Yeah, it it rules. It uh oh yeah. So a lot of this video is Alex Vale, like his muse attempting to digest him. Well, now hold on, hold on. You're you're ignoring the most important part. This video opens with Alex Bale in a Discord call saying, "Have you all ever heard of the game Shred Shadow Legends?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does open with a Raid Shadow Legends commercial. That is very important. <laughs> it's very important. Uh, again, Alex, if you're listening, I know in your last video you said you were going to put out your theories and stuff without the ads. Don't, if you legally, <laughs> legally, if you can, leave them in. <laughs> yeah. These are incredible, and I think they set a tone in the table really well. They're really good. Um, so most of this video takes place not in in the real world and is like real Alex inside the muse being digested and just like experiencing an absolute horror show. This is the YouTuber equivalent of episodes 25 and 26 of Neon Genesis Evangelion. That seems about right, yeah. It's just Alex Bale living inside the human instrumentality as he comes to grips with the fact that like, hey, I don't have to be the, the, the I don't have to be the SpongeBob guy, and that's okay. That's not what I like about creating things. Yeah, it, it like starts with him and Victoria and and Wesley like seemingly having a good time, but they're like, no, 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 we're not laughing. We're actually in horrible pain, and it's all your fault. <laughs> uh, and then he goes into the white void and talks with his views for a bit, mm-hmm. which is a great scene. It's a really good scene. It even it looks good for a person talking to themselves too. Like that Yeah. That is that can be hard to do technically and it, it looks really good here. It yeah, it looks awesome and like the blocking really works. Like you don't really think too hard about the fact that it is just like one guy being filled from different angles. Mm-hmm. Um and and yeah, you it it sort of comes out that like as he's in this space, like, the muse is digesting him and, like, taking away all of his memories. Like, he realizes that he doesn't remember his name anymore. Mm-hmm. It's Alex, by the way. Yeah, it's Alex. If you're listening. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, they, they have this, like, white void conversation and eventually Alex Bale, the real Alex Bale, is like, I'm gonna get out of here. I'm going to, I'm going to think, like, I, I can tell that you're stalling because you want to finish eating me, but like, I'm going to, I'm going to (laughs) leave. I'm going to try and leave. Mm Mm-hmm. I like, there's a shot of him like walking past himself. Yeah. And it keeps jumping back in front of him and looping in front. It looks really cool. I like that a lot. It's really good. And he sees a cat. Yeah. He sees the cat that he fed to the muse that he 
still feels guilty about still digesting um, yeah, he, a lot of hair a lot yeah, of fur he's, he's still digesting the cat yeah um and he uh he like reaches for the cat and then he runs into a metal pole and like wakes up in a park mm-hmm. with wesley and they have this whole conversation about like what the muses are and how alex like feels really bad about what he did to wesley and then it it like pulls back to reveal that they're on a film set, which is also a very fun effect. It was such a I, I love that reveal where they're having a conversation and the guy just goes like, No, that's not your line. Yeah, it's it's wild because like the, the film set stuff is also filmed with like way more natural lighting. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, great. It's, it's it feels outside of the shot, which is really cool, really well done. Yeah. It, it it's very like surreal and and weird as you're watching it mm-hmm. and then like a, a different alex bale is also there as the director mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so this video is really good really just trippy the the visuals are all really cool i it's just so good go check it it's, out y'all yeah go go watch it it's very like twin peaksy also yeah mm-hmm yeah this that's Probably the more direct reference is Twin Peaks The Return over over <laughs> Evangelion, but here we are. They put Alex Bale in the Black Lodge. <laughs> um, and, and, and then they do like another pullout to like he's watching the, the film from the film set in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. And he well, like gets up and leaves the movie theater. It cuts to credits and it says written and directed by the SpongeBob guy, which I really like. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, his his name is like replaced by the SpongeBob guy in all of the credits. Mm-hmm. Um, and he uh, so he he gets up and leaves the movie theater and just like has a weird interaction with this old man at the at the counter. Mm-hmm. And he like he, he like goes to leave, but there's just like a black void outside the door. Um, and then we don't see Alex Bale anymore for a little bit. Yeah. And instead, we follow this old man who works at the movie theater. This old man who 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 runs the movie theater. Yeah, or who at least works here mm-hmm. in a in at the concessions counter. Um, who like goes back into like a back room where he probably lives and like makes himself dinner and puts on a movie, which is like a old VHS tape of Alex Bale and one of his friends making a movie. Mm-hmm. Just like an old childhood film. Like, yeah. young Alex Bale. We're talking six or seven. Like, young child. Mm-hmm. Actually, I say that. Someone's going to roast me in the comments because I, I actually have no idea what age children are. And then he, like, goes and looks out a window into the black void and you see, like, his reflection is regular Alex Bale. Mm-hmm. As he's looking at the window, um, and he like goes into the black void outside the cinema, and there is like <laughs> the creepiest SpongeBob. Is <laughs> yeah, the the creepiest SpongeBob costume you've ever seen in your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, and Alex Vale like faces off with this SpongeBob costume, and then wakes up at home. Yeah, and everything's good now. Yeah, everything's fine, except uh, the muse Alex Bale is on his TV reciting a Spongebob theory, and regular Alex Bale starts saying the lines in time with the muse Alex Bale, um, and then suddenly there's a rave in his apartment. (laughs) 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 
And like throughout I love this, that. Yeah, throughout this like house party scene, he keeps seeing the cat that he fed to the muse and being like pulled very sharply out of it and being like, Oh, like this isn't okay. Mm-hmm. I do I do really like the shot of like he realizes that he's still being digested because he sees the cat and then like all of the music cuts out and everybody in the scene turns to look at him it's so creepy (laughs) it's it's such a like direct hey you can have the party you can have all the fun you just gotta keep saying spongebob facts yeah you just can't think too hard about like there's a fucked up guy digesting you yeah you don't get to be you you get to be the spongebob guy but the spongebob guy fucks spongebob guy has fun you know like this is this is the good shit this is what you want right (sighs) yeah then the party gets very scary uh everybody starts screaming don't let us down at him like people start dripping black goo um and he starts like crawling across the floor to get away from spongebob (laughs) Mm -hmm. towards the cat that he wishes he could have rescued I love that so much of this hinges on the fact that he couldn't save a cat. It's great. Like, I don't know. I like that being his driving force. I, yeah, I really like it. It's, I think it's, it's like... Yeah, go ahead. It feels like a very human motivation to have. Yeah, it's simple and it's not like, I don't know, it's just like, hey, it's... I didn't want to feed the cat and then the cat got eaten anyways and that lingers with me. And I I really just, I just really like that. I think that's a good through line. Yeah, I, I, I like that he's able to remember his name in this, like, last moment before he escapes because he sees the cat and it asks him, what's your name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we see him start to answer and then it cuts to, like, Muse Alex Bale, like, editing a video at his computer and he just, like, explodes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the thing. The first time I watched this, I was like, oh, he got goop all over that expensive gamer chair that he's sitting in. <laughs> I, as... <laughs> Martin, I'm going to put my suit and tie on and say, as a homeowner, this scene is terrifying. Yeah! Like, <laughs> I'm kind of curious how much of this goop is CGI, because it, it does... It is all over the walls and the computer and the chair. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I love the shitty little muse in the garbage can talking to him and he just steps on it. Yeah. Yeah, he so he he like explodes out of the muse covered in in goop uh and it's it's in the garbage can um and tries to be like, "Wait, no, don't don't do this." And he just squishes it. Mhm. <laughs> um and and yeah, you get we get our shot of of freshly showered Alex Bale sitting on his couch and he looks over and he sees the cat. It's about uh, time, bud. It's been three years since you've had a shower and you have not looked great. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he, he, he sees the cat that he also saved for the views. Um, and that's where we leave Alex. Good job, Alex. Good this, job, I, Alex. I really like this as an ending. I think it's yeah. really good. It's not like ambiguous ambiguous but it's just kind of like hey where do we go from here and i i i like that he's able to move forward wherever he goes with that restored sense of self you know mm-hmm. i i agree and then we get a little bit of after credits mm-hmm. of 
uh, the cynical critics plus conspiracy Carl plus like all of the other people with muses like abandoning their their projects and like walking off into the night Uh, yeah but sorry right before then I do want to I I didn't quite piece this together or notice this before but this one ends with written and directed by Alex Bale again like they used to instead of the Spongebob guy I love that (laughs) He's no longer the SpongeBob guy. He's Alex Bale again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unlike 12 to 15 of his closest peers. Yeah. <laughs> um who yes, including Conspiracy Carl who we now know has been uh assimilated mm-hmm. um for real uh abandon their YouTube videos and and walk off into the night uh towards what one must assume is is mother mm-hmm looking bigger and brighter than ever whoa, whoa. just fucking um, huge in the middle of a field yeah just like a, a big gross tentacle creature um and that's where we leave it except there is one uh one final secret video Ooh. uh when you see carl walking away from his laptop there's a post-it note on his desk that says slash for jared deus x uh, if you go to oh. Conspiracy Carl's website and put slash for Jared and put in the password Deus X, um, it, you get one final secret video. Uh, nice. And it is uh, the meeting video, except you find out that uh, the quote unquote muse killing weapon was just like a hunk of melted plastic uh, from the pink room at Happy Meat Farms, and you see Jared, like, come up and attack Ramona and capture her. So she was not successful in the end. Yeah. And it was all a trick. Got him. Got him. And that's the muse energy, baby. <laughs> There's some, like, code <laughs> stuff at the end of this video. Is that not anything? Um, apparently not. Or huh. if there is, no one has solved it yet. Gotcha. Well... Maybe it's a secret double back. Actually, we did actually get him. Good job. Maybe. Well, all right. Well, <laughs> the farm still lives. The muses are still about. But hey, the SpongeBob guy got out. And frankly, that's what I care about. Yeah. And uh, Alex Bale is working on a feature film. Yeah. That's the that's the biggest thing in the credits. So I'm excited for that. I'm also excited. Yeah. Um, for people who don't know, I posted this on our... Uh, on our uh, watch along channel in in uh, our Discord server, um, Alex will put up a, a video like right after "Don't Feed the Muse" comes out. This is like what's next, um, and he's basically like, "Yeah, I'm gonna keep making some theory, like some cartoon theories, because I enjoy working on them." Um, I am working on a feature film that you probably won't hear anything about for a really long time, and also he has merch now. Um, including uh, Don't Feed the Muse related merch. Yeah, I got a sticker coming that's going right on this computer the moment it arrives. Hell yeah. Did you get a song sticker? I sure did. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can now get official um, Don't Feed the Muse and also Pizza Time Pizza merch. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of this, this arg. One big wind up to launching a merch store. <laughs> 
hate it when the arg ends and it just says drink more Ovaltine. God. These damn corpo args. Alex is selling out. Oh, incredible. <laughs> Marn, I have really enjoyed this one. I, I, in case you couldn't tell. Uh, no, I'm I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I I agree. I love this. I was waiting so long to talk about it. <laughs> it is this arg just keeps. I I think I I'm a little more like impressed with the first half, but the the mm-hmm. back half like ties it all up well and does a really good job delivering and making the story land. But the way that they were able to just take this and just like. I don't know, point to the crowd like Babe Ruth and then hit a home run and do it multiple times because they needed that like meta action to become the plot and did it in a way that feels effortless. Um, It's it's inspiring. And I I think that from there, the pivot into the story, into the, the back half and talking as a creative about the creative process. I think this arc just nails everything it's going for, and I'm, oh, I'm proud of it. Great job! Like I, it sounds stupid to be like, "Hey, I'm proud of you, buddy. You did a great job." To someone I don't know, but like, damn, what a good arc! Yeah, no, I, I think that you're a hundred percent on the money. I agree that like this is an arc that confidently calls its home runs and hits them out of the park every single time which is crazy Mm -hmm. the the closest it comes to not is that like conspiracy carl never blows Mm -hmm. up but that that's fine and he shouldn't and it's for the best that they don't like frankly if if alex bale looked at the camera was like i figured out how to make right-wing conspiracy content go viral mm-hmm. on youtube i'm glad he didn't <laughs> and like i i feel like that was kind of part of the point because those videos were never hosted on youtube to begin with like they were all on the website oh right 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 right, right. yeah because they're they were hosted elsewhere and then the videos i'm watching have been backported to youtube that's right yeah, that's exactly. right okay that makes yeah and but you know that's the only thing that feels like it's been um you know, they say this website has X views and then it's X plus 500 on the next one. And it's like, yeah, okay. But like, I don't know. I'm glad it doesn't. And yeah, you're right. That is a different site. Um, yeah, just a really good ARG overall. I, I love this. And I I am <laughs> I'm glad to see the pizza time pizza guy continue to get work. Yeah, it's it's really good. I feel like every kind of subsequent thing that Alex Bale does, like really kind of like gets more intricate and interesting and like feels more cohesive about like what it has to say Mm -hmm. um and i'm really i'm really excited to see like the feature film that he's making and like what whatever he ends up doing next in the arg space um like i i'm very excited to see where he can go from here and like i think that this is a very neat piece of storytelling that like i would recommend to to people who like want a web series to watch or like want a kind of open and shut arg with incredible storytelling to check out yeah very excited to see the official 1313 paradox street (laughs) yeah well hell yeah as we're reaching the three hour mark of our recording Marn, do you have any recommendations for us this week? Um, yes. My I my recommendation for this week is uh, a game that I played for Extra Life this past weekend. 
You're not going to tell me more about Rusty Lake games, are you? I am. Oh, no. Strapping. Um, yeah, I, me and uh, Nessa and Jacqueline and a couple other people did uh, the overnight block at uh, Extra Life, and I bought uh, the Cube Escape collection from uh, from Rusty Lake, which um, I had a lot of friends who really enjoyed, and I had never played it before, and I had a great time playing it. I'm very excited to, like, go back and finish it. Um, it is a bunch of... S- sort of it's a bunch of interconnected um es- like escape the room point and click games that also stand alone and you can play them in basically any order um but they do kind of like carry over in like settings and some characters appear from one to the next and like similar like motifs um and I really, really enjoyed them. They feel good to play. Like, I really enjoy when a point-and-click game feels like it has a sort of, like, cohesive internal logic that I can figure out, even if it's, like, silly or weird. And, like, by hour three or four of playing these games all of us in the room had, like, started to figure out that, like, logic and visual language, and it felt very good. Um, (laughs) I'm I'm gonna push back on that a little bit. I think that you just all (laughs) succumbed to sleep deprivation, and at that point, we're able to meet the game where it was. Okay, it was a little bit that, but I think that once you play three or four of them, you like kind of understand where it where it's coming from and are able to like meet it on that level. Like I, I have the same thing with like the Sam and Max games where it's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the puzzles have a really distinct sort of like language to them that like once you kind of meet it on that level, you're like, oh okay, I, I see. Um Yeah, yeah I, I really enjoyed them. It, it's like very, very heavily Twin Peaks expi- inspired. That really comes through. Um, I just like them. I'm I'm excited to play the rest of them and and kind of see where like the actual story goes because I feel like we didn't really get far enough into into the collection to like get to know a lot about what was up with some of the characters. Cool. Well, I'm glad you get to to keep going with them. How? How much is left that you didn't get to? Uh, so the collection that I bought was nine games, and we got through, I think, like three and a half. Plus there's a couple that aren't in the collection. Um, I know one of the ones that isn't in the collection is one that is specifically designed to play co-op, and you can't play it without another person. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I'm I'm very excited to get to that one. <laughs> Cuz there is like sort of an element of like time travel and I think the co-op one is like one person is in the past and the other person is in the future and you're like affecting each other's games by solving the puzzles. Which is very cool to me. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. My recommendation is I have been on a Amazon Prime video kick lately while I'm not watching this. Uh, the new spin-off series of The Boys is out, uh, Gen V. 
Oh yeah. Which is better than I expected it to be for a a, a school based spinoff of The Boys. Um, and then uh, which a The Boys is pretty good too. Uh, and they're just starting to release uh, the second season of uh, Invincible, which I've I've been enjoying the first couple episodes of. Yeah. So it it is weird to me that Amazon is the one company that's doing good, interesting stuff with superheroes these days. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to ignore that and just enjoy them. <laughs> I forgot the new season of Invincible is coming out. I gotta. I gotta watch that. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit in, but uh, my boy's about to marry a fish, so... Oh, yeah. It happens. <laughs> I know nothing about the comics, so we'll see where this goes. Oh, okay. I was I was a big uh, Invincible comic reader in, like, my last couple years of high school, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't remember a lot of it, so I'm enjoying watching the show and being like, oh, yeah, that was a plot point. <laughs> the, the problem I had with season one is that... Uh, going in, I knew one thing about Invincible, and mm-hmm. it is the twist ending to season one of Invincible, I realized. Yeah. So I just spent the whole time being like, all right, let's get to the thing I know. <laughs> I feel like that is the thing that most people know about Invincible also. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see where it, like, where it actually, it feels like, oh, good, the plot has finally started for me. I can see where mm-hmm. this goes. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I'm enjoying it, though. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well... I think that that's going to do it for us. So if you want to get a hold of us before our next episode, you can do so. We are uh, on X, the everything app. You can find me at Coho or at, you can find us together at Argonauts Pod. Uh, otherwise, you can find us individually. I am at Co-host Sherms. I am at Corpse Survivors. And if you want to email the show, you can do so. Uh, you can shoot us an email at ArgonautsPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, give us any recommendations. Give us any shout outs. Let us know. Uh, what's up in your neck of the woods in the ARG world? Because we'd love to cover it someday. Uh, whenever we find a cool ARG, if it's still ongoing, we we sit on it and wait until the moment that the finale drops before we leap. Um, True. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, hit us up. Uh, but, yeah, I think that that is going to do it for us. So, until next time, well, that's ARGs, baby. Yeah.